Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. And today's quest is Base Raiders. This is our adventure base raiding campaign. Uh, this is episode five. Uh, this is part three of Heat Two, uh, which I think is called Desert Madness. Uh, this is Desert Madness three something. No, no, no. It's got a Dennis. I think it's. Desert Madness Danger or something? Or Destruction? Something like that. The point is, it's going to be bad. Uh, I believe at the end of the last run, our players had just opened up a uh, tunnel thing in the middle of the Gobi Desert uh, that seemed to go down into a base of some kind. Uh, their car is up on the sand dunes above. Uh... They have a flag in hand uh, and are now deciding on what to do. So, let's introduce ourselves briefly and then we'll get into it. Starting with Rye Guy. Hey everybody, I am Ryan. You may recognize my voice from the Ragnard Rock podcast, which you should be listening to. Um... Today, I am going to be playing Amriel, uh, who is a fallen angel and uh, demon summoned to Earth. Um, she is pretty much the badass fighty character in this group of uh, mostly non-corporeal misfits. One of you will have to go next. All right. Uh, I am Alex. I am also from the Ragnarok podcast, and I am playing Greg. He is a sentient alien cloud. Uh, he is a nanoswarm, and if you stand inside of him, he vaguely smells of a fart. <laughs> Good. And I'm Finn, and I'm playing Yuri, who is the uh, former Rally Raid racer, now machine-possessing ghost soldier car. Yep. Awesome. So you guys are looking down into this, um, not rusted, but worn. It's sandblasted, I guess, uh, sort of tunnel thing. Um, it's big enough for like one person to climb down. Um, it doesn't look like it has any like security codes or anything on it. Like it just looks like it's got like a submarine hatch style door. But, like, you don't see uh, a, like, pin code or an eye scanner or a DNA sequencer or anything like that to verify entry. Um, just looks like a submarine hatch. Hmm. Well, but it's the, this it's is the first weird. thing you've spotted that looked like a base, so... I remember we we cleared a path down, um, and this was a, this was a bleh. this is what's at the bottom. You cleared away some sand. Uh, this is because of the shifting sand dunes. This was previously like just below sand level, and then you had to dig like two meters. Gotcha. Right. Um, so th so this is like the top hatch. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. Hmm. Right. Would one of you with appendages like to open it? 
Um, I suppose that would be that would be me, since I am the uh, meat creature, not made of uh, delicate electronics or uh, a, a cloud of nano machines. So Amriel like places her clawed hands on the. I guess if it's a if it's a submarine hatch, there's a, a pressure wheel. Yeah, indeed. All right. So she press she puts puts her hands on the on the wheel and looks up and says, "If anything explodes, or flies out and tries to kill me, I'm expecting the both of you to come running." Oh, All right. I'm sorry to disappoint you then. Or whatever passes for running for <laughs> clouds. Ah. Very well. All right, I'm gonna try to. Have, I'm gonna try to open this thing. How'd you do? Um, hang on. Roll that dice. All right. Um. Well, I am at plus two, uh, but that is at ascendant tier. Well, yeah, you you open that hatch easy. You can tell that there was some resistance because it hasn't been open in ages. Like it's been uh, two or three years since uh, Ragnarok. Uh, this shouldn't. I mean, maybe it's the desert. It must just be the desert wear and tear. So you managed to force it open finally. Uh, and peel it open, and as you peel the door up, a strong, stale, mushroomy scent comes up, like an umami flavor, uh, and it just sort of hits you, uh, and then it sort of fades into the background of Scorching Desert. Delicious. Well, yes, umami is my favorite flavor. Um... <laughs> I, I look up at the. Um, I'm guessing you guys like are standing at the top of the six meter pit that we dug or that uh, Greg dug. Yep. I, I look up and I've I. Never I stood anywhere. <laughs> All right, standing and uh, <laughs> hovering in place. I I call up to you. Yes. Um, still not dead. That is good. Thumbs up. Um, do I have a flashlight or something? I'm gonna throw the throw the hatch aside um, and and look down into whatever we've uncovered here. Sure, you have a Raider Aid brand uh, base Raider flashlight. Uh, you know, you, it comes in like a little show bag that, like, they give you a bunch of them to like hand out to people that you run across on the road. Like, you know how you have a case of Raider Aid in the back as well. Yeah, so you pull out the little flashlight, shine it down there. All right. Um, what what do I see? I'm guessing it's one of those like shitty little uh, LED flashlights. Yeah, you see a ladder, uh, and then floor. It's a tube, so you know. It's probably like two meters down to, oh, probably four to the landing platform, whatever it is. All right. 
It kind of looks like a checkered pattern on the floor. Uh, blue and white. Um, looks like we got a ladder and a tube and a floor. Oh. Are we ready to start exploring now? Do we want to formulate some kind of a plan first? Nah. Well, Let's get in there. we should probably start with going down the ladder, correct? Yeah. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. Very good. So, uh, Amriel turns and begins climbing down the ladder, but stops just before she gets to the floor. All right. You climb down the ladder, and now you're stopped just before the floor. Okay. As you remember that you heard there were death traps here. <laughs> How deep is this, uh, like, shaft? Five meters most. Yeah, right. I might just... <laughs> How many death traps can you fit in five meters? <laughs> yeah, surely. Um, I'm just going to jump down. Is that a challenge? <laughs> I, if, you, if, you, if you jump down at the moment, you'll hit Emriel because it is not it's a very narrow. Way. Yeah, it's very oh. narrow. Rude. Emriel's wings are like brushing the uh, thing as uh, she forces herself down. True. I'll wait until Emriel clears. I don't want to. I don't want to start a weird, awkward bottleneck in the ladder. Yeah, indeed. All right. So once again, if anything should explode, or if darts should fly out of the walls, or yeah, 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 you know, push on. Should get shocked by electricity. Anything. <laughs> Just you know. Please help. Would, would you like for me to go first, since I would most, most likely not activate any physical devices? Uh, sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know what kind of uh, biotech they, ha they got here, but uh, I, I don't know if they would think to protect their uh, base against farts. Well, from what I have seen of this planet, most protection seems to extend by walls. That seems to be the first line of defense. Do and you everything else is wall-based. Do you say this as you're passing Emriel? Uh, yes, as I'm slowly descending. Mm. You smell the, dis the distinct, distinct smell of ozone and farts as, uh, you, as Greg surrounds you to move past you. Emriel thinks, thinks to herself, Oh God, it's even worse in a confined space. <laughs> and, then, and then as he passes that fungal umami flavor hits again and I thought I smelled bad on the outside <laughs> uh, can I or Greg I'm just going to say Greg is going to like spread himself out across the floor a little bit at the base of the ladder and see if he can detect any traps or like uh, I guess he would be technically looking for any uh, irregularities on the surface hmm. okay so as you spread out and take in this room it's got this blue and white checkered floor uh, mm -hmm. and that uh, it's it's a small ish room um, there's a couple of shelves around you see some backpacks um uh, and a uh, few coat-looking things hanging up. 
uh, as well as a face mask of some kind. Uh, actually, the coats kind of look more like ponchos. Uh, okay. And then you see, um, it looks like there's a bunch of survival gear, basically. It's a pretty small room, and then there's a, a sort of a staircase um, that begins as like a ramp. So it ramps down for a few meters and then turns into a staircase. Um, when this, you say face, I'm sorry, finish. Sorry, go. No, when you say face mask, do you mean like gas mask or Halloween mask? Um, so closer to gas masks, but really they're just dust masks for desert. Oh, like a dust um, Gotcha. Okay. It's like, a, it's specially, uh, made for the desert. So, um, it's basically just to filter out sand from sand. getting into your face in a sandstorm. Gotcha. Have okay. you seen Con Air, the hit Nicolas Cage, John Cusack film? Not yet, but it's on my list of bad Nicolas Cage movies to watch. It's actually all right. There's or a scene just where Nicolas there's Cage a, movies. I was there's you a, have a separate list of good Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene that where is, they, that where list they, is a treasure. There's a scene <laughs> where they land in um, Arizona, I think, Phoenix, during a sandstorm, and all of the correctional officers on the ground have like these ponchos and these face mask things and goggles. Mm-hmm. Sort of that kind of a get up. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, all right, so I guess I'm going to make uh, a check to see if there's anything on the floor that might kill myself or my compatriots. Um, all right, do you have any alertness? Yeah, you can go for a straight alertness. Do you have any, like, strange perception skills at all? Mm, examine as part of my alien super scientist. Well, then you could use examine. Well, then I will do that. That is at plus tree. Ah, uh, yes, plus tree. Yes. I don't have a tree dice handy. Uh, wow, I rolled uh, four minuses. <laughs> <laughs> and I am out of fate points. So mm-hmm. I, that is a minus one. All right, let me have a look at your compel thingies, because I might do something with that. Uh, my conviction is that uh, this one must save its cloud, uh, and I have a minor complication that not everything can be reassembled. Mm. Can't really compel that at the moment, but I'll think of something for it. But yeah, you spread out, um, and you try uh, to find something, but, I mean, it looks like a flaw to you. You're not good with structures. They don't have them on your home world. It's just a horizontal wall. I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you say to the crew? Um, I, I do not detect any irregularities in this floor. All right. Uh, Amriel steps off the ladder. You all die. Ah, no. Classic death trap. The all, you all die death trap. <laughs> um, nothing happens as you step onto the floor. You see the survival gear. Um... And the ramp, um, there's no lights on in here, so the only... You've just got this column of light from the desert sun. Uh, and, and Yuri's shadow. <laughs> Breaking up that light. Yuri's silhouette. Um, Emriel is going to go over to the to the coat rack and sort of like root through the, the coats and the uh, mask and stuff and see if there's anything of interest. 
Yeah, it looks like uh, the others are sort of like, there's four of them, and they look like they're all sort of, uh, three of them, the three, let me restart. There's four coat racks. Underneath each coat rack is uh, a pair, is a bag. Um, But the one closest to the ladder, the coat looks more ruffled and like not hung properly. Uh, the mask, instead of being like on, and uh, the mask instead of being on like its um, shelf, is just sitting on the floor, uh, and the bag looks uh, a little bit more worn. Uh, but uh, the other uh, three look pristine, like they've never been used. Hmm. Uh, and you also see like there's a few uh, accoutrements. Uh, next to the one at the front, uh, you see on a shelf nearby, it sort of stands out to you. It's like a um, a, an, a metal spike with orange and black uh, stripes running up the spike. And then at the head, there's some kind of electronic device. It is not a weapon. It's some kind of surveying tool. Uh, Yuri, yeah, do you yeah. jump down? <laughs> just just out of the trap, I just jump down and land with a loud thud at the bottom. And then just sort of stamp on the ground a bit to be like, eh, there's nothing here. I told you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Rick. <laughs> Any idea when... Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, does anybody want to look for a light switch? Uh, yeah. Are we expecting light switches? I don't know. Yeah. You don't need to make a roll. It's just no one said, I try to find a light switch. Is sure. there? Yeah, you find a light switch uh, near the ramp. You flick it on and uh, the lights slowly turn on. They're a very, it's very blue light. Uh, kind of stands out as odd uh, to those of you with eyes. <laughs> those photons feel different. They're very blue photons. Mm. Well, I nod. Uh, is there another door? Uh, there's the ramp that then goes to a staircase. Um, you'd have to go down there right, yeah. see more. So I'm guessing that this staircase is one of those staircases that turns into a slip and slide. A what? You know, the staircase the stairs fold in and it turns into a slide well, and it I drops you into that. some kind of a spike spike pit or something at the bottom. Oh. Hmm. Fascinating. Perhaps uh, I'm going to inspect the backpacks. Sure. Um, they have food rations. Um, there's a sort of a... There's an inflatable tent thing that folds up into something the size of a sleeping bag uh, in there. Um, there's a small medical kit. Um, it's like all... It's all high tech, but it's not like... It's not super advanced. It's not nanotech. It's just like, you know, 
top of the line hobby stuff. Not hobby, but it's yeah, it's it's like something that the so for example the ideal, which is like the Justice League of the Base Raiders universe, mm-hmm. if they were doing um, if they were doing humanitarian operations in like a tsunami area or something, they might drop a pallet of these off on every street corner. Like, it's not going to advance civilization to look at this stuff, but it's all, like, pretty top of the line. Gotcha. Amriel, perhaps you should take one of these packs. It seems to have materials that you will need, like food and shelter and medical supplies. How old are the rations? Can I tell? The food rations, I will describe this way. They look puffy. Mm, puffy. Um, this room does feel rather cool, though. Uh, so, environmental controls must still be working in this base. If you'd like, I could reconstitute those food rations into a protein paste that should fulfill your dietary needs. Mm. Can you get rid of the botulism? Oh yes, of course. I thought you. I thought uh, Earthlings liked botulism for its euthanizing properties. <laughs> well, she is I, not technically an Earthling. I have observed several humans having it injected into their faces. <laughs> um, I think we said that I brought some food in my mostly empty backpack that fits over my wings, so I'm I'm good for the moment. Well, maybe grab the first aid kit out of character. Yeah, I, I will take the first aid kit, though. Cool. You guys have a first aid kit. Um, so this, this rampant stairway. Oh, wait. Do they have flashlights in any of those bags? Sure. Like, better than the little crappy one? Yeah, they're like mag lights. Like, uh, All right. Uh, we'll take boom. those. I'll pass one to Yuri. Thanks. Yuri straps it to his chest. We just need to get Yuri. We need to get a bunch of magnets that we can stick on things. <laughs> like we just get a flashlight, put a magnet on it, and then just throw it on Yuri, like he's a walking refrigerator. Get a, get a magnetic headlamp. Mm-hmm. Um. So the uh, the stairwell that goes down, in, or the the ramp that goes down into a, a spiral staircase. Um. How wide is that? Would I be able to fly down it? Um. Probably not. It's a spiraling staircase, but it's like a square spiral. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's large enough that you could walk two people abreast down it. It's a very right. spacious uh, stairwell, really. Okay. Well, no time like the present. Is there any... Wait, before we go. Is there any uh, dust or anything in this room? None that is out of the ordinary. Um, it's actually, actually, you know what? There is um, sort of like just like a place that has like a place that hasn't ever been dusted, but like it's not thick. So, but I mean, it doesn't look like. Does it look like this place hasn't been inhabited for years, or does it look like it's being maintained? It looks like it hasn't been inhabited. Okay. Are there any footprints in the dust other than us? No. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, 
one of you can lead the way with the lights. Or I could sure. go first. Oh, okay. Yuri, you live for this shit. To quote, this shit. to quote Vin Diesel. <laughs> Emriel steps aside and lets the, you know, robot through. I live for this shit. It's <laughs> a good line. Uh, um, they didn't enforce the law. They were the law. God, I wish I'd wrote that. That's some asshole's <laughs> website. <laughs> you lead the way, Yuri. Yep. As you're walking down this staircase, um, I will give you a fate point if you describe to us how this reminds you of some horrible thing you did while you were enthralled to the Technomancer. Hmm. Um, right, there was... As, as the Technomancer, he was, like, um, essentially, like, rounding up and, like, kidnapping people in, like, village communities around his, like, base of operations um, mm -hmm. to hold, like, hostage... Um, as, like, means of leverage for government and stuff. Um, it was essentially an aspiring tyrant of a small, relatively regional part of Japan. Um, and so, yeah, there was one... I think it was probably it was probably one of the early... early um, the earliest times we were sent out after being, like... Awoken. Sort of, um, awoken into our bodies, yeah. Um, and specifically, yeah, we were, like... We're ghosts inside machines, samurai bodies, but still um, then, like, necromantically enthralled um, to a limited amount of free will. And, yes, yeah, so we were sent out to, like, round up people. Um, so this feels a lot like a time, yeah, we went into and we, like, essentially beat down people's doors and all of these, uh, like, townspeople had, like, run to their basements and, like, outhouses and wherever they could hide um, from this sort of uh, unstoppable march of these robot samurais um, walking into their town at night. Um, and I remember, like, being the first down the stairs um, to find this sort of, like, extended family of, like, you know, parents and kids and grandparents all sort of, like, huddled in their basement. As you're um, walking down the stairs reliving this memory... Um the memory sort of starts to encroach on where you physically are uh, mm -hmm. and you hear the voice of the technomancer come over you. I do not need the old man or the old woman. Bring me just the children. And I like pull my sword um, and advance down into the, like fully into the room at the bottom of the stairs, I guess. So you guys see Yuri draw his sword and start walking in a kind of a really janky motion. Um, yeah, really, like very becomes very specifically mechanical, um, without any like with zero um, superfluous movements in any of it. Essentially, do you um, cut down these the vision of these old people? The well, I think in my vision, the like, the the eldest son steps up to like mm. defend his family with his um, like with some heirloom weapon. Um, he steps up with like a uh, shinai, which is a kendo sword. Yep. Um, 
and I essentially uh, cut him in half. Um, and then, like, brushing aside his body, step up and then just, um, like, spear through the heart of the grandparents and then grab the children. Uh, as, as my you... other, like, samurai warriors follow me in and then grab the others. Yeah. You guys uh, see you, uh, Yuri get to the bottom of the stairs and then he slices through nothing uh, and then takes a few steps forward and thrusts in to something. What do you guys do? Um, um, Yuri, are you all right? No response from Yuri. Um, from your from your guys' perspective, what does this room look like? Yeah, so you guys see kind of an empty landing zone. There's not a lot here. Um, my dogs are screaming. Uh, you see uh, <laughs> two corridors, um, sort of in an L shape. So you're like in a corner almost of two corridors like at the point where they meet, but it's sort of a, yeah, the L shape. It's the corner of an L shape. So perhaps you're on the edge of this base. Uh, but the room is mostly empty. The lights, you see some of the lights turn on down the corridors, the lights in this space. Uh, it appears that the lights in the rest of the base, rather than being on the roof, are sort of along the uh, skirting board area, are sort of pointing up into the middle um, so they're sort of at 45 degree angles. Okay. Uh, are, so the lights are on then? Yeah, they're flickering on. There's a few that are out. Like They're sort of long bars. Again, bluish light. Hmm. Um, they're not LED lights either or fluorescent tubes. You're not quite sure how the light is being generated. Um, the ones that are out aren't flickering. There's no flickering as they turn on. They just sort of slowly illuminate, sort of like um, sort of like dimmer switches being turned on. Can I go to one of the ones that's not working and disassemble it to try to find out how it works? Well, you can, but what's up with Yuri? <laughs> oh, right. He just stabbed a wall. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go up because Amriel probably doesn't have the greatest judgment and put my fingers like right next to his ear and give him a few snaps some ascendant tear snaps Yuri yeah. do you snap out of this or would you like another fake point um, I don't need any more fake points because I'm already full but uh, cool. I think I think at this point I'll I, I snap out um, yeah well you can go over your refresh that's just yeah, How much you refresh up to, oh, yeah, right. you can go up to like four or five or six or whatever your refresh is. You just can't. If I if we get to the end of adventure and I and then we start a new one and I yep, say and it goes back, it goes back to your default. Right, right, right. Um, but no, I think I think at this point I'll snap out. But in snapping out, I essentially like whip around and have my like katana bared in front of me um, before uh, the actual room comes back into focus. As as Yuri spins, Emriel, do you step out of the way or do you uh, catch sword? No, I'm I'm gonna dodge. All right, so you don't need to roll. I'm not, you're essentially, just... not trying to like cut you. I'm like coming up. Yeah, indeed. Things. I wasn't yeah. saying you were trying to cut her. It was just like because of you were shocked and you moved, yeah. like the blade might have caught. So Emriel sort of steps out of the way as your blade 
the air, and you're like, oh, shit. Whoa. <laughs> I, um, like, lower my sword and, like, immediately put it away and sort of uh, take stock of the room. And I, I say... Uh, Is everything uh, all right, Yuri? Uh, yeah, I, um, I just thought I saw some something, some... I don't know, maybe traps or something. Sorry. Um, I sort of look around to, is, is there any other doors or anything? Is there anything to go on in here? Um, no, there's just two, these two long corridors. Um, um, okay. Yeah. And I sort of look around and I say, uh, uh, no, well, uh, this, this room seems clear. Uh, we should press on. All right, left or right? Uh, well, first, I would like to examine one of the light bulbs. Yeah, as as yes. um, as Greg floats over to one of the light bar things uh, and starts one to, of the one of the un, not working ones. Oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, and starts to like fuse into it and start taking it apart. Uh, Amriel and Yuri, you both notice that there's little like moat motes of dust in the air. Um, I'm quite sure what they are. Uh, Amriel, you can smell that fungal umami scent again. It's it's a bit stronger down here. Uh, what did you get for your examine roll there, Greg? I didn't make it yet. I oh, got... Greg. Oh, much better. Uh, plus six. <laughs> Nice. Uh, this is some kind of organic lighting spa. Um, has Greg's parent has Greg's race ever conquered a mega structure building society? Um, like how mega structure are we talking? Like Dyson Sphere or really really tall skyscrapers? Hamilton cylinders, O'Neill cylinders, um, that type, eclipse phase shit. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I, they're not. It's not really a conquering. This was sort of their first foray out. This is their first assimilation of a race <laughs> of assimilations. Well, well, he he was sent to to figure out. Uh, he was either going to be the head of the invasion force or the uh, dignitary for first contact, depending on what humanity was like. Did they perhaps send out like a whole bunch of people at the same time to a bunch of different worlds to do like the same thing? Uh, Greg didn't really exist then uh, as right. a sentient individual, so he's not quite sure. So they might have, but it wasn't necessary for your segment to know, so you don't right. know. All right. Well, in that case, yeah, this thing, you're not. Yeah, it's an organic lighting tube. You're not sure how it works. It probably has something to do with um, phosphorescence, like mm. bio... Um, like a bioluminescent like, Yeah, fungus. like bioluminescent stuff, but it's, it's not fungal. This kind of looks like skin tissue, almost. Oh. Um, yeah, but it's arranged in like a tube. Um, there's a lot of energy running through it. Um, yeah, but with, the... uh, with a plus six, could I tell like what 
type of skin tint? Like, is this from like a mammal or a this fish? This is a, or a purely transgenic thing. This is like just if you got down into the okay. DNA, this thing is built. Like, this gotcha. is not. Oh, we took some fish DNA and then added some other shit to it. This is right, like, okay. we took a bunch of genes and made this thing. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, ooh, fascinating. These tubes are filled with bioluminescent skin. Hmm. I haven't seen anything like that outside the seventh circle of hell, so... Hmm. Indeed, it is, uh, it is very interesting. Although it does not account for the fungal smell that seems to pervade this building. I think we might have some spores here. Ryan, I, have a, I have a question for Emriel about her last statement. Is that, yeah. the, is that the reason that uh, Lucifer's name means Morning Star? Was he bioluminescent? <laughs> he might have been. Is that what you get? What happened? I said, is that what you're getting at? Because you said Seventh Circle of Hell. I'm like, is that what <laughs> no, Lucifer would be in the Ninth Circle, but... Oh, I always forget how many fucking circles there are. Yeah. This, this one, these, all these lights are actually skin grafts from Satan. <laughs> yeah, he just went, hey, Satan, I need another skin graft. Why? I need more lights. God damn it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think my implication there was that they they turn people into these things. They turn people into light bulbs. Yeah, Out whatever they need. Matrix. Hey, the one resource hell has in abundance would be souls of the damned. Hmm. Okay, so you've got these two gar- corridors. Let's we'll call it short spa, long spa, just because of the L analogy. Yeah. Even though they look to be about the same length. And is there anything that differentiates them? Was there doors or colors they on the walls? They both or have doors at the end, but they're like bio lab glass sliding doors. So, like, they seal shut, but you can see straight through them. Oh, okay. Why don't we go look and see what's through the doors? Yeah, okay. So, we'll short spar or long spar? Let's start with short spar. Right, so you, you walk pretty much well. They're they're the same length. That's just for purposes of differentiation. <laughs> I know. All right, so you head down the walkway, um, and uh, you get to the door. There's no like keypad or anything. There's a heavy duty handle thing. Um, does anybody want to try and work it? Uh, yeah, I mean. I'm the strong one, so... Alright, so it's on the wall, um, as opposed to the door, and you grab it, and you pull it up and out, and then push it back in, uh, and the door slowly retracts open with, like, a janky hiss. Uh, One door opens slightly faster than the other. Clearly, this place hasn't been maintained. Right. Uh, Wait, one door. Oh, what do you mean? One door opens faster than the other. Well, it's a sliding door, so there's two doors. Oh, okay. Like at a shopping center. Gotcha, gotcha. So, like the left one moves faster than the right. Right. Yeah, indeed. Um, one of the ball bearings must have gone. Uh, And inside, you see, you guess it's like a a lab. 
Um, it's mostly computers here. Um, there's like two or three workstations. Um, they must be specialized into different things because like superhero... This is not a superhero base where multiple heroes were stationed just from what you know of uh, Professor Nebulon. Uh, so... Like, he must have just had the computers specced differently or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, there's not much in here. It's uh, That fungal smell is a bit stronger. Does anybody step into the room? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll float in. As yeah. you float in, the doors slam shut. Uh, a second set of steel doors are slammed shut from inside the wall, cutting you off from everyone else, and everyone hears a siren start blaring. Level three, biocontaminant detected. Oh, dear. Level three, biocontaminant detected. Uh, apparently registered uh, Greg as some kind of biocontaminant. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at everyone and shrugged, and I'm like, oh. That, that is offensive. I am. I am biomechanical. Wow. I'm sorry. Level three, biomechanical. <laughs> That's about correct itself. <laughs> I just keep repeating. Level three, biocontaminant detected. Prepare, Greg prepare does, encounter Greg does How offensive. Um, he set um, off the fart detector. <laughs> uh, you guys have radio contact with um, yes. Greg, thankfully. I am Wi-Fi uh, enabled. Yeah, we'll, we'll radio in. Greg, do you- all right. Oh yes, I'm fine. But it seems that it is de- determined that I am some sort of contaminant, even though I am mm-hmm. not biological. Apparently, the sensors in the suite are faulty. Greg, you see, there's the normal lighting around the uh, skirting board, but you actually see these large lights overhead in this workstation, and they turn on, and a very purple. Uh, light shines through, um, but also you. Wait, I, I lost you for a second there. I heard purple and then kind of. Oh, purple light. Purple light oh, shines okay. through. Yeah. Um, does Greg have any kind of super senses? You have examined, but that's not uh, what I'm looking at. Like, uh, no. Yeah. All right. So, does Greg have any kind of strange skills that would grant him resistance to certain things? Yes, he is, he has a minor invulnerability. A minor invulnerability to physical damage, but a weakness to EMP. All right. Well, but everything else just standard. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. All right, so you start to feel vibrating, which tells Ooh. you heat. Something is increasing your kinetic energy, huh. and you're having trouble dissipating it into the surrounding environment. It's not uh, necessarily an infrared heat. You're being cooked in some way. Uh, Probably microwaves or ultraviolet. One of the two. Uh, Well, considering there's purple lights right above me, uh, I'm probably going to go with ultraviolet. 
Uh, are those lights all over the room or just like above the area that I was in? They're sort of they're above the room. Um, they're set out in such a way that they kind of bathe the whole floor area. So, okay. But you said there were like slits that, like you said, like a grate opened. No, they just sort of turned on. Yeah. They're like large, uh, they kind of look like uh, overhead um, heating lamps, like the kind of thing you might have in a outdoor, uh, outdoor bar area. Okay. Um, can I access them? Sure. Um, however, I am going to give you uh, a minor complication? A minor, no, what is it called on your character sheets? Not a complication. Consequence? Consequence, that's it. Yeah. Um, scrambled. Uh, I, I, I didn't hear what you said. Scrambled. Uh, something is messing with your molecule's ability to communicate with one another. Um, yeah. So what does that do in terms of... Uh, you take a for you, you take a minor minus one with consequence, isn't that normally? Um, I think it depends on the level of consequence. Yeah, I mean, I would call it a level like it's it's if you act quickly, it's a minor consequence. Okay. Um, it will last for the probably the rest of the adventure, but um, until you deal with it, pretty much. Yeah. Gotcha. So how? So there's a bunch of these lights just casting illumination all over the room. Yeah. Um, uh, Greg is going to float up to the nearest one, uh, and just like eat the circuits or the bulb or whatever to turn it off. All right. Make me some kind of eat circuits roll. Yeah. That would be alien super scientist and minus one because of my thingy. Actually, I won't give you a minus one for that. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that just puts me at plus one. All right. So you eat the circuits. Um, however, you notice that your cloud is sort of stretched out, uh, and your circuits start eating. Every, uh, your cloud starts eating everything along its path. Off. The ground where you were before is dissolving slightly and bubbling. The table you got near, part of the computer is gone. Um, yeah, it's you're having trouble commanding yourself. Yeah. Uh, does anything improve when I turn off that light? Yeah, so you managed to get that light to stop. Uh, so you've got a nice sort of safe space, but there's still all right. the other lights. Um, and that yeah. that uh, alarm is repeating over and over again. Level 3, biocontaminant detected. Uh, corrosive agent detected. Deploying yeah. secondary countermeasures. Okay, well, now that I have a, a somewhat brief respite, uh, so in, in this pool, I've sort of stopped melting, right? In this area under the defunct light? Yeah, you're not getting any worse. Okay. Um, can I examine to see... Like, so obviously there's got to be some kind of sensor in here that's detecting me and what I'm doing. Can I try to find that? Uh, sure, make me an examine. Actually, make me awareness. 
awareness. Uh, that is. I have alertness. Alertness. God damn it! I'm an okay. idiot. It's always alert. We always get to that. I yeah. always switch between the goddamn two. Uh, plus three. Nice. Um, there's uh, sensors mounted in the floor. There's sensors mounted in the workstation. There's sensors mounted okay. in the doorway. Um, seems the uh -huh. owner of this base was concerned about biocontamination. Apparently. Um, um, can I ask what the... So this, this is like a large... It's like a heavy-duty door. It's actually not that heavy-duty. Um, it's like a centimetre or so thick piece of steel. Basically, it's like um, it's closed by what some kind of like, like a mechanical locking mechanism or something. It's like a pneumatic press. Like the two things have smashed together and then they've meshed. Um, like teeth locking. Yeah. All right. Um, could I it try could... and possess it? Go Is for it. Normal? Have a crack. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna like put my hand to the door mm -hmm. and try and shift my consciousness into it. There's no resistance. It appears that was, they didn't have countermeasures to machine <laughs> possession. Yeah, fair. <laughs> they didn't um, have countermeasures for ghosts possessing machines. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they might be able... If he was hacking the machine, it might have yeah. a countermeasure. But it doesn't have a countermeasure for fucking magic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in which case, yeah, so I become the door. So I guess uh, my aspect of uh, Cybernetto Samurai changes to Quarantine Door. Mm -hmm. um, and is there... Okay, so now I'm the door. This is odd, but fine. Um, As the door, have, your control routines are telling you that a level 3 biocontaminant has been detected inside and that you mm -hmm. need to stay closed at all costs to protect the rest of the base. Um, however, there are, you're getting feeds from the sensors that are telling you that while it is a level three biocontaminant, there are anomalies. It seems to be a sentient biocontaminant. Yep. Um, it also uh, seems to have corrosive properties where, uh, at first it was detected as kind of a, uh, ozone gas. Yep. Um, but it has actively corrosive properties, almost like a uh, organic disassembling fungi or uh, microbe. Um, yeah, it stands out as odd. Hmm. Um, I would then try and like to like override the incoming orders to disengage the lock. Um, sure. Um, I don't see any problem with that. <laughs> the door in front of you, Amriel, opens and you feel sick. Um, and just as a, just as a, as the, like, um, I guess I'd probably like to break the connection. That's probably what I want to do. I want to override the lock and then um, sever the door's connection to the control. Right, so make that me when some I leave it, it doesn't of, just swap back. Yeah, make me some kind of technical role. Um, now I'm just looking here. So the thing... I'm transform. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I, if within my machine possession skill, I have menace unusual, which I yeah, essentially determined as like being able to fight back against other machine. Yeah, that works. Make entities. me a rec roll then. <laughs> Basically. Uh, meanwhile, Amriel is going to um, take a few steps and stay well back from the door and probably yeah. press herself against the wall because she kind of understands. Or in the, you know, let me re- re- revise that. Um, I wanna, I wanna like press myself against the wall in the corner by the door. Um, that way, I'm kind of in the shadow because she very vaguely understands that. You know, this this uh, purple light is nuking everything. And Do you, you want- mean in the room or in the corridor? In the corridor. All right. Um, yeah, it smells like ozone and bleach. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that uh, the, the alarm is sounding. Secondary countermeasures deploying. Uh, and Greg, you see uh, extraction fans turn on. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, how'd you go on your breaking um, roll, by the way, Finn? Uh, I rolled minus two, and my skill is plus three extraordinary. So plus yeah. one. Yeah, um, indeed. You would have done fine. Yeah, okay. And yeah, so essentially as it as I disengage the door and then sever the connections, I swap back into my samurai body before the door moves out of my contact. Yeah. Um, and then as I do that, my like, I, as my samurai, I like, grab the door and essentially like, also push it open, but it's mostly just for show to be like, oh, <laughs> clang. All right, so like Greg, those extraction fans are turning on and you feel yourself being pulled in a hundred directions. Uh, I am going to try to get out the door. All right. Or is that um, not a... Uh... No, no, that, that's, that's totally capable. You'll be taking a minus one because of your consequence and you need to make me some kind of movement roll. Yeah. Like, for a normal person, that'd be athletics. Um, fly could work if you have... I have, I have dodge. I would allow dodge at a minus okay. one because of your consequence. Uh, yeah, I just want to see if I have anything better than that. I don't think so. Okay. So that's a minus one to total shift you get, basically. Right. So, like, if you get total... Uh, yeah. oh, well, sorry, guys. That is a minus three. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you see a part of Greg sort of the cloud move, and then you see it start to stretch out, um, and you can hear the whirling of extraction fans as he gets pulled across the room into parts that are still illuminated. You see the fog bank sort of bubble, the colors shift. Um, parts of it turn into like a dense, mustardy uh, candy floss almost, while other parts uh, start to become almost like bubbles of oil. Um... Cool. Yeah, Greg is fuck it, fucked up. Um, he's being pulled into these like weird radiation spots, uh, and the yeah, those extraction fans aren't helping. Oh, okay, <laughs> can I uh, change my tactic and uh, instead of trying to escape the fans, I am going to try to. Um, I'm going to go towards one of the fans, but I want to try to get as much of myself 
into that one fan as possible so I don't get like split up between all of them. Yeah, you could try that. So I would let you make... Um... Can I do that? Can I make that? Can I use my sentient cloud skill? Because I'm... Yes. Yeah, you can use sentient cloud. cloud. Finn, what were you going to try and do? Oh. Um, Greg is currently like a grilling mass. Yeah, he's like turning into all these different weird gas forms and shit. And then there's all of these. So essentially this room is just like a whole bunch of giant extraction fans turning on now. Yeah. And um, ultraviolet lamps. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of just general radiation lamps. They seem to oh, have... Okay. They started off with microwave, then shifted to ultraviolet, and are now have moved into just gamma blasting the room. Just whatever they can do. <laughs> um, because, because of his, like, biomechanical nature, uh, Greg is registering as, like, a thousand different types of biocontaminant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... What, essentially what I want to do is I want to I'm going to leap I leap into the center of the room and then I'm going to specifically okay I'm going to then like fling myself around and release uh, several components of myself um, just trying to like disengage bits of parts and stuff uh, specifically in the like direction of each of the fans, so kind of like jumping in and then like throwing a dozen throwing stars, but instead of throwing stars, I'm just sort of using like your mechanical components. As you realize, God damn, I got to buy some throwing stars when we get back to the world. <laughs> yeah, using a bunch of components because I'm pretty used to yeah coming apart. Yeah, and indeed, you have an aspect I believe an aspect related. For that. Yes. So go um, for it. Make me that some kind of attack. Some kind. Um, yeah, I, I've got I've got melee weapons range. That's I'll yeah. Go with that. That works. Um, melee weapons. Okay, so I rolled those two. I got a plus one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna invoke my Osiris syndrome. Um, yeah. So like your fingers and stuff fly off, and some armor plates uh, and things, and they all whirl off and hit various extraction fans. Uh, Greg, what did you get for your roll? Uh, that's better. Minus one, so plus four. Plus four, nice. Uh, you start to pull yourself together in the direction of one of the fans. Um. And then you feel something fly through you, and the fan in front breaks. Oh, thank God. Uh, I'm still being bathed by horrible radiation, right? Uh, yes. Yes, but that door is open now. Right, Yeah, okay. the door is and open, and there's no extraction fans pulling. I am going to uh, slink towards the open door. You pull yourself through the open door. Uh, bubbly little cloud. Yeah. Greg, uh, Greg is a lot smaller than he was, uh, and instead of that uh, storm storm cloud purple, he's just kind of like a, the color of a bruise, like that brownish yellow color. Nice. Uh, and Yuri oh. is standing in the middle of that room, bathed in radiation, missing components. <laughs> Um, yeah. Is, uh, sorry, is think, there another door out? 
Uh, there is. This room actually has three exits. So the door you came through, a door on the other side of the room, and a door at, at the T-junction part of the Wouldn't room. Wouldn't the radiation not really affect him just because he's a robot, basically? Indeed, uh, it doesn't. It's, you know, it's like, it's uh, it's right. Elysium rules. you got you got to cook the robots. robots. you got to cook the uh, robots in radiation for some reason. I was yeah. actually thinking about it. They probably did it to get rid of Earth contaminants. Before yeah, but then, but then they wheel them back through the goddamn earth contaminant uh, warehouse. Oh, never mind then. So, um, like, that makes that's a great point, but like, that should be the last process, <laughs> and they should then go out the other side into a clean room, but yeah. they don't. <laughs> well, then I don't know. Um, it's to cure the metal. <laughs> what? Exactly. Anyway. It's because they needed to give Matthew, uh, they needed to give, uh, Matt Damon, a dose of plot. They didn't right. give him radiation poisoning and they couldn't think of a better way. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Could, uh, gra- uh bleh. Yuri, is there any way you could turn off the radiation lamps in there? There might be useful information on those computers. Um, as of, the, the lamps are all, what, just like, are they just luminescent? bioluminescent things as well? Uh, they're not... They, they're mechanical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Greg dismantled, what, like, one of them? Yeah, he turned off one of them to create a space. Um, How many more are there? A plot number of them. <laughs> more than two, less than ten. Can I essentially break, just break them all? Uh, you could. You could take your time and break them. Yeah. So you just walk around slicing through like, them with your sword. Yeah, yeah. For your bush katana, um, and then pick up all your components. Um, I'm gonna salvage what I can. All right. While these guys do the computer stuff. Do you have some kind of salvage roll as the others come into the room? Um. Maybe I'll I'll just try and find the bits I can, and I might talk to the others about. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll just pick up the few bits that are obviously on the floor and stuff. I guess I'll give you the consequence. Um, few incomplete. Few bolts short of a pack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. And then, Greg, you, you and Emriel step in. Yeah. Um, there's uh, the smell of... Oh, actually, that wouldn't be the smell. I was going to say the smell of burning plastic, but you don't actually corrode things. You just break their molecular bonds. So it would just smell... The room would just pretty much smell like ozone and bleach. Um, are there any other crazy countermeasures that happen? And what's what was with the alarm? Did that stop at any point? Uh, yeah, the alarm st- uh, stopped pretty much the minute Greg uh, went out. But the uh, the lamps didn't turn off. Uh, they just kept going. Okay. Could have been a glitch. Could be a safety measure. It's not clear. Yeah, and <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't start going off again when Greg comes back into the room. I uh, know, it's almost like all the senses are broken. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, wonder who could have done that. 
Um, all right. So, yeah, Amriel is going to go to – she doesn't really do much computer stuff. So she's going to just sort of case the room and see what she can find out, what, what might be useful or interesting here. Um, there's a large sort of um, like a smart screen on the wall. Um, it's got a few uh, dead pixels from the incident that just happened uh, and a couple of cracks. But it's usable, uh, and you see, you see some anatomy drawings that look familiar to you, um, Amriel. But Greg, you were going to look at a computer. Yes, I was going to try to uh, see if I can get anything out for one of the computers. All right, have a crack at it. Now that I'm not being melted. Uh, can I use my super scientist role? Because I have examine and information and research. Yeah. Or would it have to be sure. okay? Be examine. Yeah, and I've still got the minus one, right? Ah, mm, uh, no, not... Uh, I, yeah, no. Oh, okay. Uh, in that case, plus four. Plus four, yeah. You still have the consequence, but you don't have... The minus one is contextual. So, like, you were trying gotcha. to coordinate your body to move, and, like, you were frazzled. I see. Scrambled, sorry. You were scrambled. So, you're com you're, the individual cloud components, the individual smart molecules, are having trouble coordinating with one another. Yeah. So, like, to recall things from your memory is going to be hard. To communicate with people will be difficult. To, to, to perform complex movements and stuff is hard, uh, but it's contextual. So, like, sometimes it won't matter, and sometimes it will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you mesh into the computer. Uh, what Was there anything in particular you were looking for? Uh, well, this is obviously some kind of lab, so what were they researching, and what, are they, what were they doing here? This computer seems to be set up to examine uh, some kind of quantum energy-producing biomatter. Um, there's a depiction of an organism in here. It kind of looks like a crab tree, <laughs> you guess? Uh, and it seems to have really efficient energy conversion. Um, but it is a very large energy hog. Like... It, once it's grown itself, uh, and it's about the size of a uh, redwood. Oh. Um, with more of a oak tree shape. Um, once it's grown itself, uh, all, of its all of its nutrient harvesting and all of that photosynthesis everything gets set, uh, directly uh, sent into producing this weird quantum sap. Hmm. Don't know what it does. Uh, and it's also, its photosynthesis is, an, is efficient enough that it can photosynthesize under moonlight. Wow. Oh. Um, so does it, uh, is there a picture of it? Yeah, there's sort of like a there's a schematic, uh, like style drawing and an anatomy uh, book style drawing, and then there's uh, you actually see a photo 
seems to be a nighttime photo uh, in a shallow sea, perhaps a Pacific island or something. Uh, so I show it to my companions. Does this look like a creature native to your planet? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have a theory. Slowly. That perhaps they were studying uh, creatures from other universes here. Oh, that makes that sense. might explain bioluminescent skin used as lighting and the notes on this creature. They were just taking, taking useful swatches of DNA from different creatures and assembling them to make whatever biotech they needed. Uh, the the language, by the way, uh, Greg, reminds you of the language that the people were speaking when you saw that vision, the sort of uh, strange Cantonese dialect that didn't appear anywhere on Earth, uh, except this had um, Japanese and Russian loan words a lot in it. Uh, it actually made it easier for you to uh, digest because the Japanese and Russian loan words were pretty much uh, the same as uh, words you knew uh, from right. this earth. So, you know, there's that. Also, it seems the notes were written in the dialect that we heard people speaking um, on our way over when we were briefly transported to another city. Or at least one similar to it. Emriel, right. uh, so do you look this space isn't actually from here? Maybe it's from there, studying creatures from other dimensions, including ours. Or the Could. people who are working here are from the other dimension. What language mm. is the keyboard in for the computer? Uh, the keyboard is a Chinese keyboard. Actually, they would probably just use English keyboards in China, now that I think about it. I don't know, so... Hang on, quick Google, we'll sort this out. Uh, Amriel, uh, do you take a look at the slightly familiar thing on the uh, large smart screen? Sure. So it kind of looks like demon biology, but different somehow? They do have Chinese keyboards. They have Chinese characters with English characters yep. next to them. I'm actually looking at it right now. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, hmm. How well did you pay attention in demon uh, biology school? You were in, you were in demon well. high school after getting kicked out of heaven and you had to take high school all over again. Hell high. <laughs> Just making up all the alternate fake game lines. Have you ever thought about a career in the military? <laughs> That's all what right. my dad said. Referring to God. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Amriel, um, I really I think your art's great and all, but maybe you should get a backup career in my military. <laughs> Hey, she ended up being very good at stabbing things with her flaming sword, so 
So basically, you need to make me some kind of role to understand why this reminds you of demon biology. Like, it might All just right. be the aesthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can I use... Hmm, can I use Arcana? I would allow Arcana. Demon biology is more mysticism than science. Yeah. All right, awesome. I got a plus four. This is not more mysticism than science. Somebody... Whoever it is that made this got a hold of a live demon without happening to... When you cross the barrier from hell to here, your biology needs to change because the physical laws of this world are different. This is an, an, an anatomical study of a demon with its native hell biology. And then somebody has reverse engineered that to make their own demon. Oh. Oh. This. This shouldn't exist. What makes you say that? Well, look, there. There's, there's only so many, there's only so many, um, you know, protruding bone segments and, and uh, terrifying bone claws that the physicality of this reality will allow. When you shift through the, when, when you shift through the barrier between worlds, I, I mean, Honestly, I, I don't look like this in, in my true form. I'm, I'm thousands of times more terrifying. I look closer to what this looks like, and I point to the screen. Oh, you're a, you're a tree crab? No, not that. That's on the, t that's on the computer. <laughs> Emriel's pointing to the smart screen, the large whiteboard-sized thing. Oh... Uh, I'm gonna do the H.P. Lovecraft cop-out, and it is an indescribably horrific. <laughs> it's a, it's a weird, it a tree crab. it's a weird combination of, um, strange, strange mathematical possibilities and impossible physical structures, you know, claws and teeth and... Eyes just it's like a fractal whale tumor coral. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. Why does it have baleen? Why? <laughs> I, like, look at the picture and then, like, look back at Amriel and then look at the picture and back at Amriel and sort of squint a bit and put my head slightly sideways. I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> So, is this thing somewhere on the space? Where did, I, I don't know. Were they trying to... They, they've, they've diagrammed this. Were they trying to make it? Like, are there notes accompanying it? So, at a guess, from looking at the way... It's sort of like, um, like a PDF or something, and then there's, like, scrawled notes uh, over it. Uh, they must use like a smart pen or something. Um, at a guess, you'd say that Nebulon 
had found this information and was studying it. Um, you see, like, notes on weaknesses and flaws in the biology, and, like, you know, there's a question there that says, like, abalone? <laughs> Abriel, do, yes. does, does hell exist in multi-dimensions, or is there a hell for this dimension and a hell for another dimension? Yes. Oh. Well, then perhaps in another dimension that the doctor, Professor Nebulon was studying, it's, it's possible for these creatures to enter the world in their natural state. I suppose that is possible. Or perhaps Professor Nebulon uh, completely broke the laws that govern our reality uh, and managed to study one of these directly. Either it one is, is fascinating. It is possible that he opened up a gateway to hell of some kind. Or that means you can go visit your family. Or stumbled upon a, a dimension where they had. Yeah, he just stumbled across Doom dimension. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we decided to build an outpost in hell because we didn't think that could go wrong. Because <laughs> what, what could uh, happen? <laughs> I'm like sitting in the corner like screwing fingers back on Yuri your uh, right foot is tapping to a song you don't know yeah that one happens sometimes especially after you throw off components <laughs> uh, so there you uh, said there are is there anything else in here so there's the Anatomy of a demon, which they shouldn't know because it's impossible to see the true face of a demon. There's this crab tree thing. Yeah, some kind of quantum tree. Um, that's it, because you destroyed one of the computers. Uh, and the third one just has a bunch of like information about normal superhero drug stuff. Boost patches and things like that. Quantum tree sounds like a really boring... James Bond movie. <laughs> 007 and the quantum tree. Oh, yes, Mr. Bond. Have you seen my quantum bonsai? <laughs> I what, you prune it every you day. You expect me to be impressed? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. <laughs> um, is there any, like, label three doors that says, like, what they are? So, um, the... This room's door configuration is like T-junction. So you've got the corridor you just came in, there's a corridor directly across from it, and then there's one, like, splits the difference and heads off at 90 degrees. Um, that one appears to head to... Looks like a larger room. Uh, looks round. Uh, and you see, like, normal sort of living stuff. Like, you think you see a couch, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. What about the other two? Uh, corridor you came down, and uh, another lab. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought they were. I thought you said there were three other doors. So there's just three doors total. Right. Yeah. Sorry. No. I gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, after uh, microwaving the demon lab, why don't we check the normal-looking room? Yeah. Uh, why don't one of you go first? Yeah. How about how about you wait, Greg? I, I agree with that. 
Uh, can I, is there like some, is there like broken fan pieces on the floor? Sure. I'm going to, Greg, basically I'm just going to start disassembling broken, the, the vacuum pieces into regular Greg nanobots. Yeah, and cool. So I start slowly healing myself. You're rebuilding your molecules. Yeah, basically. All right. So you'll probably have that condition cleared in a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, you basically have to build new blank spaces, copy over the data from the broken pieces, delete the corrupted seg- uh, sections of data, and then reprocess yeah. the broken molecule into a fresh molecule. I mean, it'll take me like 10 minutes, but it's just yeah. a pain to have to. Yeah. So I'll, I'm gonna, I'll sit out the next room while they go do it's whatever. Very, it's very uh, Hamilton cylinder, actually. That's the way the neural strata basically works in a Hamilton cylinder. So you guys get into the next room, and it is laid out like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers command center. There's like these two tiers of circles, and there's like couches and stuff, and then like sci-fi looking shit. Um, and you see a sort of a curving staircase on the outer edge that must go down to a lower level, um, underneath, um, and sort of has a domed roof to it, uh, and as you step in, there's sort of like a dead TV screen, so it's a blue screen, because digital TV, so there's like a blue screen on a section of the dome um, like a projector but like there's nowhere for the projector to be emanating from hmm. um, Amriel is going to go up to the sci-fi looking stuff and see if she can figure out what it does um, you're looking at this machine for a while for a few minutes and then you press a button on it and then cup comes up out of it uh, and then a nozzle pops over the top and then some warm brown liquid flows into it. Alright. I pick up the cup and I sniff it. Uh, This is an Irish coffee. Ooh. Once Amriel realizes there's booze in it, she downs it. (laughs) (laughs) Yuri, what do you do while Emriel inspects the coffee machine? So there's, yeah, some high-tech coffee machines. Yeah, and And other appliances that look like they're from other planets. Yeah. None of this looks dangerous. No, not really. Um, You notice that the couch thing has uh, electronic components in it. I'll I'll go and like fall back onto the couch. As you sit on the couch, the the projector without a pro- the projection screen without a projector uh, turns on to uh, sort of like a rem- a uh, resume viewing screen, mm-hmm. um, and it appears to be some kind of Chinese melodrama. Hmm. Was he watching TV when Ragnarok happened? <laughs> he may have been. 
Um, and then you see there's a few icons down the bottom of the projection screen, sort of ar arranged in like a... There's like a hexagon uh, in the bottom right-hand corner. Uh, and there's like little thin lines coming off of it. Um, but you have no idea how to access it because it's like 10 meters up in the air. <laughs> I just, uh, I just yell sport at it. Sports, sports channel, news, do television. <laughs> uh, you keep shouting things and nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, shouted in Chinese. Yeah, all right, Greg, thanks. <laughs> Yuri doesn't know Chinese. <laughs> he knows Japanese and English. I tell him the Chinese word for sports. All right. Whatever that you is. You shout sports. I badly pronounce it. You shout sports channel in Mandarin, and then it uh, flicks uh, to uh, a list uh, of... Um, they appear to be recorded uh, sporting events uh, yeah. and stuff. You see a lot of uh, football, soccer, uh, and um, also uh, some uh, esports. Son of a bitch has interdimensional DVR. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Uh, actually, it looks to be... You actually remember watching that game. Uh, these are things from this world. <laughs> so just has DVR. Yeah, he just has DVR. <laughs> okay. All right, nothing dangerous in here. We got other rooms to clear. Um, as uh, do you get up off the couch? Yeah. As you're about to get up, you see a little flashing red line coming off that hexagon. Is it like? So is it? It's like just like a branch coming off it yeah right um it might mean there's like some kind of alert or something is there any kind of controls on this couch you don't see anything hmm all right it could be <sighs> hmm make me Actually, I'll flip a coin. Where's my coin? Your D2. Where is my florin? I have misplaced my florin. Oh, well, fuck it. I'll just give it to you. Um, maybe it's got minority report style controls. And, like, if you reach your hand out, it'll be able to get your All gesture. Right. Do something. Yeah. Or sort of wave a hand tentatively. Uh, you see the screen sort of, um, you know when you try to drag your an app on your phone, uh, but you don't yeah. quite drag it properly and it slings back to where it was? It does that as you move your hand in the air as you're sitting on the couch. Okay. Now found, oh. Oh. found his interdimensional Xbox Connect. <laughs> Xbox, on. Oh. I, like, flick my hand in the direction of the, like, branch of the hexagon, I guess. 
Yeah, you click on the little branch thing, uh, and after some fiddling, you get it to open, uh, and it's got an, like an alert tray of notifications there, um, and it says like base notifications, uh, and then it just has like a bunch of shit, like maintenance required, maintenance required, maintenance required, as you're fucking scrolling through. <laughs> Eventually, you get to um, biohazard detected. All right. Um, is there any? There's nothing unusual in there other than like a bunch of like failed maintenance things. Uh, yeah, you don't see uh, much in there. You see like a few things saying. Um, you, s- you see a few things saying like uh, contaminant. Uh, not contaminant. Um, sample deleted due to failing security protocols. Yeah. Um, so, like, the base had some means of destroying samples if it thought they were going to be released due to lack of maintenance. Yeah. Um, and then, as you're about to close it, a new notification pops up um, that says, um, waiting message. Uh, I click on it? You click on it, and then uh, on the couch next to you uh, is sitting a holographic projection of a uh, Chinese, I'd guess, man uh, in a Hawaiian shirt uh, with a uh, tracksuit. Uh, what do they call them in America? Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Greg, get in here. <sighs> uh, Greg floats in. Uh, and then the projection sort of looks to you, Yuri, and says, So, guess something went wrong, and I'm gone. Uh, in English. Uh, uh, well, uh, it just it sort of pauses and then says, Well, I hope that you're from the ideal. Uh... There's a few samples in this place that are really going to need to be taken care of, but more importantly, the data that I have collected. Um, I've had trouble getting back home. I've been trying for ages. I jumped to three Earths before I realized I couldn't dial a return coordinate. Uh, But everywhere I landed, there was something going on. I just got lucky when I landed here, and there was a bunch of people to help me. At uh, the time of recording this, I'm probably two years away from figuring out how to get home. Um, but uh, I really, 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 really hope that you're not a supervillain. Because I am about to give you the access code to my base so that you can retrieve the dangerous biosamples and delete uh, the research that I have here. At the very least, you need to delete it. There is some dangerous shit here from alternate Earths. Crap just falls through the cracks here, man. Like, it just falls in from other universes. You can pick up signals if you know where to look. Um, I've mostly been filtering out for biotech because that's what I know. I've got bloody six degrees in it from two different Earths. (laughs) (sighs) I really, really hope 
that you do the right thing here. Um, this shit could destroy Earths. And I mean that. Uh, and then uh, a sort of... It fades, uh, and up on the big screen uh, is a string of numbers. Hmm. Can, Can we all memorize those numbers? Sure, you memorize the numbers. Huzzah! Amriel picks it, uh, takes out her camera phone and snaps a picture. <laughs> or you can do that. With uh, one one hand one hand on the phone, the other hand holding the cup of uh, Irish coffee. Hmm. So he told us the access code, but he didn't tell us where we need to ins- insert it, where we need to punch it in. Well, there was that door on the other side of the hallway. All right. Fair enough. There's also four corridors coming off this room. Uh, Plus, there's the staircase that goes down to the level below this central round room. Wow. Assuming that the rest of the base, on this level at least, mirrors where you came in, there are... Three... Twelve? No. Hang on. Shit. There's four rooms in the corners. Eight. There's eight rooms plus the one in the middle. Nine. Uh, On this level. And you've already checked a bunch of them. Well, the corner room that you came in was a staircase and nothing else, so... Right. Oh, so the L-shaped hallway would conceivably connect back around to one of these other rooms. Yeah, so there's there's the four corridors out from this middle room, uh, and those will each have a room at the end of them, and then there'll be a room in each corner... Uh, of us, of an outer square, and then this circular room in the middle. That should be nine rooms, and then there's something below this level, um, at least in this middle room. At a guess, considering your professional base raiders, that's probably where like the power core is, and the like life support systems and shit like that. Basically, an engineering room. Do we and want the rest to of it, Oh, sorry. That's okay. The, the rest of it on this ru- on this level would be the labs, or at least... Yeah. Okay. And there might be a vault room off somewhere where the samples are stored. So we should probably finish inspecting this level before moving yeah. downstairs, because it seems like most of the stuff we're going to want is here. Yeah. Seems like a reasonable conclusion. What do you think, Yuri? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we got to clear the base, so we should probably be yeah. thorough. Um, did Quit I spend enough time to get rid of that condition, or do I still... Sure. Sweet. Uh, so... Um... Greg, right, how so, much attention are you paying to 
paying. Yeah, paying is the word I want. How much attention are you paying to the uh, radio signals and stuff? Uh, it's background. All right. You start to hear like a spike of radio, like almost like you've just spun the wheel on a um, on a tuning feature on a radio, uh, and you're just hearing a bunch of channels. Um, and then you all see the roof dome part of the room you're in uh, ripped open, like not ripped open by something, but as if it has been ripped open for ages. Um, And there's sand all over the room, uh, and you see like hundreds of people in clean suits, um, and there's like all these uh, grid work of spotlights dangling from the roof, and then somebody uh, sort of turns to you, uh, and startles, and then like a bunch of people startle, and then you see people uh, up on the scaffolding point guns towards you through glaring light. I think we have transported to a different dimension. Would certainly seem that way. They seem to be shouting the Russian word for uh, ghost. Russian word? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Should I respond to that? You see Cyrillic letters uh, on some of the items around you. Uh, Greg says in Russian, Oh, no, we are not ghosts. We're simply uh, lost travelers from another dimension. That'll calm down. (laughs) They keep keep shouting, uh, uh, Tell us your purpose here. Tell us why you're here. Uh, who are you? What are you doing? What is this place? Wait, have we stepped into their dimension or they've stepped into ours? I think that we've slipped into theirs because the whole room changed around us. Right. But they don't know where they are either. They? I mean, to quote uh, Amriel, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna like raise my hands slowly. You see, uh, this is a very awkward situation. We mean you no harm. My name is Greg. Uh, a bunch of people are like holding things up in front of you. Uh, one looks like a variation of a Geiger counter, another one looks like a handheld radar device. <laughs> um,. You see somebody um, sort of holding out two... uh, They have two sticks in their hands and there's wires running to like a thing on their belt and they're sort of holding them either side of you, Greg. Uh, And you can feel um, not a Wi-Fi signal, but definitely uh, electromagnetic, uh, like a radio or something. It's not hurting, it's just sort of tingling. Um, Yes. It's it's probably um, mostly uh, they're probably receivers, and the weird feeling you're getting is like um, resistance almost. Mm. Feel free uh, to scan. So you raise your hands, and uh, Yuri, you said. 
Um, is that is this like a is there a way out? Yeah, so this is like a large room with a bunch of people and it's a, like the, a balcony it's, over top. It's pretty much the same room you were in, except that there's this ripped open roof and there's a bunch of people, sand, and there's this scaffolding about uh, halfway up the room, about where the TV was. Yep. Um, yeah. That a bunch of armed men are standing on. You said you don't know where this is? They didn't say that. They said, who are you? Where are you from? What is your... Why? What is your purpose here, basically? I thought they said, "Where are we?" No, they said, "What is?" Don't. Yeah, oh, they said, "What is this place?" Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Asking you what this building is for. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I meant. You you do not know what this building is. Um. They keep shouting at you. What language are you talking in? Russian. Russian. Yeah. Um. And then one of them says, uh, "I think." I think they are trying to communicate. I'm getting some electromagnetics. There's weird fluctuations in air pressure. That could be uh, sound. It might be that they're sort of in an in-between space between the universes. Oh, they can't. Uh, see, they can't actually see us or hear us. Or maybe they. Maybe they're getting not, some kind of fully actualized in their dimension. Right. We're like the ghost plane that flew over our heads the other night. Yeah, right. Okay, I walk except out. More fu- <laughs> except more fuzzy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, then we can we can leave. Oh, that's fine. I drop my hands and then I just, like, yeah. head towards the door. Oh, it's fine. Ariel walks through someone. Yeah. yeah. You, you walk and, and everyone's sort of moving out of the way. Can I... Uh, you said there's sand all over the place. Can I, like, manipulate it at all, or do I just pass through it? You can kind of manipulate it. It sort of swirls up around you like a dust devil. I basically, I just want to like write something in the sand. <laughs> sure, do a do a red tornado. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to in Russian. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to write. Sorry for bothering you. <laughs> and then float out following that. Yeah, so you guys float down. I assume you went down one of the corridors you hadn't gone down before? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you go down a new corridor, and as you get to the threshold for, um, like, the door to the next segment, the next lab or whatever, um, you get a weird burst of electromagnetic again, Greg, and then uh, as you look back, you appear to be... Everything seems to be back to normal. We're back. Interesting. So, Greg, if we go into if we go into another one of these labs, are you going to set off that biotech sensor again? I don't know. It depends on the sensors in the lab. I was going to suggest one of you go first this time. Yeah, I figure so, if we go in and then Greg, you come last, then we can all be locked in together. Yeah, or, or maybe you we can disable the sensors first. Right. I was going to say, maybe we can avoid being locked in. Greg, could you, like, fashion yourself some kind of a gas bag, or would that well, be too... Const- well, I, I, think, I think we said one of the things that we had, like, was basically, a, like, a messenger tube. Yeah, you guys have that. In. But also, we have the code for everything on the base, so we could probably just find a computer and turn off the biohazard sensors. All right. Yeah. And, I mean, you can just hold the door, Emeril. Sure. Well, either way, one of you should go first. 
Yeah. So you pull out that lever again and then put it back in and the door hisses open. Um, this looks more like a um, biosample lab, like there's little clean booths and things. Um, doesn't look like there's any samples in here. Um, you don't smell that fungal smell. Uh, you also didn't smell it in the main room either. So that's good. Mm. You said yeah, no fungal it. smell or cut off? Yeah, no fungal smell. There's w- there's one computer in here, some kind of workstation. All right, so Amriel is going to take a tentative step into the room and see what happens. Um, Everyone dies. You step in, um, and nothing seems to happen. The lights turn on. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go over to that workstation and see what it's all about. Um. <laughs> yeah, you see a um, login screen. Because Greg doesn't have to worry about login screens. He basically just eats the information off of a hard drive. Right. Um, so you see a login screen there. Um, and it says input security code. All right, I will... Take out my phone, look at the picture I took, and input the security code. See what happens. In the code, and it says, uh, "New user recognized. Master code. Uh, master code accepted. Um, please identify new user." Is the text that pops up? Okay. Amriel will type her name. There's a keyboard, I assume, or yeah. You thankfully they have English characters there, and you type in Amriel. Uh, and then it says, uh, Emriel, what is your preferred gender pronouns? Emriel <laughs> um, types in she, her. Uh, it then says, Emriel, what would you like to do? <laughs> Take on uh, And then there's basically a list of options. Um, it's almost like you're on like some kind of guided tour. All right, so what are my options? Um, there's a map. There's a mission statement is an option. Um, you see uh, status is one. Um, you see authenticate new user. So you could add more people. All right. Uh, I will uh, view hold. profile also pops up. I will authenticate a new user. And who would you like to authenticate? Um, let's let's try let's try Greg. All right, you beckon Greg in, uh, and then you hear the alarms start to go off. The doors seal shut. Level three biocontaminant detected. Deploying countermeasures. So it starts as uh, microwaves, right? No, it starts at extraction because <laughs> oh. it learns from its mistakes. I, I'm going to I'm going to type in um, level three biohazard is new user and see what it does. Where do you type that in? Like where on the computer? Because it's like I de- authenticate new user and then it's like name. Oh, okay. Level three biohazard. Yeah, it's a form, basically. Okay, so it it's not the same interface then. 
Certainly um, not to say there's no space that says tell us the bio contaminant is the new yeah. user. Like it just has okay. name. <laughs> it's an oddly specific box to check. Yeah. I was working under the assumption that this in- this was a semi-intelligent system here. Um, all right. In that case, um, can I can I uh, x out of that? Uh, form. Yeah, you exit out of the form, the extraction fans start blowing, uh, and then so you is there go... No, is there no radiation lamps this time? Is it just the No, fans? not this time. Uh, All right. It deemed radiation okay, lamps ineffective. Mm. Am I am I getting like any kind of alert or notification or something? Yeah, there's a little window saying level three biocontamination detected. Please, uh, and then it like pops up and says, "Please get into the uh, decontamination shower." And then you see a semi uh, a circle open up in the floor uh, and this tube extend out, and it's a decontamination shower. Okay. Um... The reason it didn't do that before is it didn't register that a lab tech or something was in the was present, building. Yeah. Uh, is, there, is there any way that I can kill the alert that, I, um, that I'm seeing? Do you right-click on the alert? Yes, I will. Um, cancel alert. All right, I will, I will do that. Click on cancel alert. Are you sure you'd like to cancel alert? Canceling yes. the alert may result in your death or the destruction of this base. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. All right. Alert canceled. And we hope that you do not die. <laughs> Thank you. So Greg, Greg was like struggling to stay put and was like lifted halfway towards the fan. And as the fan shut down, he starts to settle back down to his normal level. Oh, thank you, Amriel. <sighs> You're welcome, I, I guess. Um, it, it says that I can register new users on the system. Um, maybe we, we would like to register ourselves. Maybe in that case it won't recognize you as a biocontaminant. That would probably be very useful. All right, so I'll go back to the new users form, and mm. we'll see if we can register Greg. As you type in Greg, uh, the computer pops up an alert, uh, and there's two, and there's a th- a live video of the room uh, appears to be coming from like a corner angle, uh, uh-huh. and it says. Uh, uh, Administrator Emriel, please indicate to us which of the which uh, please indicate to us where new user is. There appears to be a bio. Uh, there appears to be a gaseous obstruction <gasps> because Yuri and Greg are standing near you. Okay, um, I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them to step apart <laughs> so that it can it can distinguish them, and then I'm going to click on the the gaseous cloud. Administrator uh, Amriel, you have selected the gaseous cloud as new user. Uh, invalid user. Invalid. Well, now I see how your planet really feels. <laughs> it would appear the computer is not programmed to rep- uh, recognize gaseous clouds as valid users. 
Uh, and then it basically, it's like the, it's like when you're trying to tag someone in a photo and right, it selects right. a random section, but then selects Yuri. It's like, did you mean that this was Greg? <laughs> no, I did not. Um, all right, I'll go change it to Yuri. I'm sorry, Greg. It looks like you're a biocontaminant. Well, I, I have never been so insulted in my life. And I mean that literally. As uh, you add in Yuri, and you realize that you've basically exited that guided tour thingy. Uh, yeah. And it's like, it's now basically a normal computer. It's got some operating system you don't really recognize, but there's a search bar and a start menu thing. Um, you do find a security protocol um, shortcut on the desktop. Okay. Do you click on it? Sure. Um, you see that there is an option to disable um, biosecurity systems. Hmm. See, here's the thing. I turn to I turn to Yuri and Greg, and I say, "He did say that there are things on this base that could end civilization as we know it on your planet." Now, honestly, oh, no, no, no. He said it would happen on many Earths. Hmm. <laughs> Even better. I mean, from my perspective, that's not really too terrible. I go back to hell, and we have millions and billions of new souls to keep us entertained for the next millennia. But you don't want to go back to hell. No, not really. This place has young, impressionable youths. So, so here's my question. Do we want to disable the security system, which will let Greg pass freely among the labs, but also may, all, may let out something that we would rather not let out? Uh, Finn just said be right back. So, I mean, okay. it's between you two at the moment. Well, as much as I would enjoy being able to enter a room without klaxons declaring me a biohazard, uh, it seems <laughs> unfortunate that there might also be systems in place that are keeping dangerous things in check. Perhaps it would be best to uh, be more cautious and disable systems room by room as opposed to a blanket disablement of the, of the system. Right. All right, so we can use your uh, we can use your messenger tube, and hopefully that will be enough to uh, prevent the sensors from detecting you. I certainly hope so. Uh, you do see another icon on the desktop that appears to be like a sink, some kind of syncing device, like for syncing to like a remote or something to the computer. Okay. Uh, so I will click that. Um, yeah, it appears to be, there must be like a PDA or something, some kind of tablet in the room that you could sync the controls to. Mind you, you could probably just use your smartphone. Yeah, all right. I'll see if that'll work. Uh, yeah, so you activate your... Turn on my Bluetooth. <laughs> you turn on your Bluetooth, uh, and a push notification comes up on your phone that says, Download new app? Uh, yes. 
you you notice that a bunch of your apps get deleted off your phone, as well as a bunch of photos uh, and music, as it needs to make space for this new app. Um, and then uh, you now basically can control the base from your phone. Oh, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so I seem to have the uh, the controls for the base on my phone now. So uh, I'm going to see if I can uh, pull up whatever they were researching in this particular lab. All right. Uh, it appears that there's no currently active projects in this lab, or there weren't any. Uh, he okay. wasn't directly looking at making samples and stuff at the time. He was doing data research or something. He was doing some other research. Um, here's my other question. Can I log Greg as a sample? You could log Greg as a sample, but you'd need to put him in a RFID sample case. Okay. Hmm. Uh, you'd also probably need to get a sample case that he'd fit into. You could ask the base where um, where the sample cases, like empty sample cases, are kept. Uh, sure. I will. Uh, I will type that into the search bar. It directs you to a um, one of the corner rooms at the other end of the other side of the base uh, appears to be marked as uh, some kind of storage, like a warehouse. Um, like a storeroom probably would be more accurate. All right. Uh, so there's probably like, you know, tools and things over there. So I will, I will, Amriel turns to fit, um, Yuri and, um, and Greg and says, well, uh, I, I seem to have hit upon an idea here. If we can't disable the security room by room, maybe we can find a way that the security will recognize that Greg is a is supposed to be here. Greg, would you let me catalog you as a bio, as a biological sample? Um, what would that entail? Uh, probably putting you into an RFID container. Then wouldn't the system respond as a containment breach every time I left the container? Um, yes. It might, but it might also allow us to tell the computer a little bit more about you. Uh, well, I, I suppose. Maybe at, at least mark you as a non-threatening substance. It's worth a shot. What do you All think, right. Yuri? The the warehouse where the sample cases are kept is on the other side of the base. Yeah, I mean, if it makes it quicker to get through, putting Greg in a box sounds fun. Well, when you put it like that, I start to have second thoughts. <laughs> It's just uh, to think of it as a uh, intensive therapy for your um, lack of understanding of enclosed spaces. Mm. They're going to surround you in walls, Greg. Ugh. 
Humans <laughs> and their walls. So you guys step out of this room. Do you take the? Do you go straight through the middle of the base? You'll have to go into one more room before going straight to the storage room, because the middle base always goes to a one of the rooms on the long axis. Never goes straight yeah. to a corner. Gotcha. I mean, we might as well go through rooms we've already gone through, so we don't have to set off yeah. the alarm again. Yeah, you're go basically gonna room. you're gonna have to go into a room that you haven't been into. Well, I mean, fewer, but just one. Yeah, yeah, yeah indeed. Because otherwise, yeah. I mean, if you take the long way and go around the outer edge, you'll go through almost every other room you haven't been through yet. Which and defeats the be, purpose entirely. And then, and then there'll be one room that you haven't gone into. Uh, so, yeah, you take the long way, uh, and the room that comes off the spot appears to be a super armory. Oh. oh. You see, like, an armored case uh, right uh, in pride of place in this square room, uh, straight in the walkway, and you recognize, like, it's sealed up, but you recognize that this armored case is clearly where, if he had a super suit or something, that's where it is. Uh, you see racks of gadgets and gizmos. You see a few of those surveying tool things you saw in your entranceway. Um, and you also spot um, a few little specimen container things. Not big enough for Greg. Uh, at least not for Greg to be comfortable. Um, as well as a... I can't remember what they're called, but those fridges that you keep medication and stuff in, in, a, in like a hospital, the glass-doored okay. fridges and things. Mm-hmm. There's a name for them. can't remember what they're called. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's a medicine fridge, and there's things in there, probably super drugs, only would be relevant to Amriel. Right. Uh, so is there, there's a large box... That may or may not contain a super suit, or it doesn't contain a super suit. Is it it may or may not, because it's got like these armored blast face things, so you can't see into it. Right. You'd have to open um, in. I will. I will hand Yuri the phone and see if he wants to try to. Do you? Do you want to try to open it? Yes. All right, so you walk over. This is access code required. <laughs> Actually, I think I feel like you hand me the phone, and then I go to use the phone, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's touchscreen." <laughs> we need to. Yeah, you need to get hands. little tiny. <laughs> you need to get tiny slivers of skin on your fingertips. Just get, get just get those little like, yeah, touchscreen gloves. Yeah. Just or put uh, them on my fingertips. Or uh, peel an apple. Mhm. So you can use apple skin. Uh, uh, yeah, like. Uh, I'll just try and open it. Yeah, so I approach the box. Yeah, you walk up to it. And it's got a little keypad on it to enter in the code. Code mode. I be the box. <laughs> Could it be the box? Uh-huh. Um, I can't think of a reason why it would have defenses against you. I'm going to be the box? And then I assume the box is in contact with whatever's inside the box? Yeah, the box tells you, like, you were right, it's an armor holding, a super suit holding case. Um, mm-hmm. It's environment controlled and it has nutrient feeds. Whatever oh. super suit is organic 
in nature? At least partially. Um, it's is basically there, um, got you. Basically, this case is a life support system. Oh, is there okay? So, is there any? Is there a mechanical nature to this the suit inside? There are mechanical components to it. Um, they appear to be like linkages to the external nutrient feeds. There's a few other implanted devices. Um, you don't have a lot of. You're not getting a huge amount of information. There's. Mm other mechanical parts, but you'd need to have a look at the thing to see it. Yep. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll slip back out, maybe, rather than mm-hmm. pushing in. Mm. <clears throat> um, whatever's in there is promising. All right, I like That's- it. Whatever's uh, in here is promising. Like, just this room, there's like... Room. There's fucking grenades and laser rifles and shit. I hope there's a lot of interesting s- copper in the walls in this space because I call dibs. <laughs> yeah, you're hoping there's shit that um that Raid can take. Yeah. Oh, Raiderated loves those biological samples. They well, might get I mean, into the arms. Yeah, think about it. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of very valuable, dangerous information here. Yeah, you might need to delete some stuff. Uh, and it is, and it is as you're thinking about all the dangerous stuff that's here and how you're going to make money off it, you suddenly remember you're surrounded by cameras that are sending feeds to Raiderade executives and the world. Uh, yes. Hello, world. <laughs> yeah, you better delete Hello, a bunch. You better delete all the shit. So, so will. Uh, Keeping data from Raiderade for the good of all humanity and the good of all humanities uh, disqualify us from the race. They'd probably not be happy with you, but at the same time, God, it makes good television. <laughs> well, we yeah, should probably the people's heroes first. They'll be conflicted. Also, there'd be like probably people watching Raiderade are like, they should give that technology to the government. Because we need that to defend ourselves from aliens. Why is Bill Cosby? To be fair, isn't that preposterous? Um. All right. What else is in here? Can I come in yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no bio screenings in this room, thankfully. Oh, okay. Great. I will. I will keep my my finger ready, uh, just in case I need to cancel any alerts. You do actually see an alert pop up saying, um, will you require the decontamination suite? And you see a shower thing rise up out of the floor. Start to rise anyway, slowly. (laughs) It's basically assumed that you've just, it's sort of like a subroutine. Like if Professor Nebulon returned to his base and he had a biocontaminant, this, it would, rather than shut down this room, it just says, get into this fucking shower, mate. <laughs> I'm going to click no. Alright, it slowly retracts. I imagine it's very dejected and it's like, <laughs> retreat into the floor. Oh. The shower's kind of like, ah, oh. <laughs> It's because of human anthropomorphizing, it sounds dejected. You know it's probably just like, <laughs> <a brain> failing. <laughs> 
can I? I was a hitchhiker. Yeah. Can I look around the room to see what else is here? Um, sure. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? So this is an armory, right? Effectively. Um, personally, I am looking for a weapon that I could disassemble and then reconstruct to fight the Z-Cloth um, to free my people. So something something that can damage their terrifying war zeppelins. Yes, the Z-Cloth themselves, what do they look like? Are I don't they... know. They're um, solids. They're material beings, though. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they have zeppelins. Yes. Um, do... Is their technology primarily external to them? Uh, yes. Uh, you see laser guns. Uh, all right. Like a, see a few laser pistols. Um, one, like, laser rifle. Um, and then you see something a bit larger. Um, not quite sure what it is. It's about the size of, like, a machine gun, um, but it's more, I don't know, square. It's got a bit of a grenade launchery look to it as well. That's uh, the one I'm going to go look at. But you're not quite sure what it is. Uh, I'm going, Greg's going to go over to it um, and envelop it. And can I uh, compel my not everything can be reassembled? Uh, complication? Yes, you can, because Greg. as you envelop it and its ammo, um, the ammo is about the size of like a water bottle, uh, okay. and you're looking at it and you're like, oh, I wonder what this does. Oh, it appears to be some kind of railgun. And then you realize, oh shit, a second too late. This is a plasma shell launcher. Oh, and you've just compromised one of the plasma shells, and now you've got plasma exploding inside of you. Well, that was not what I intended. But, but... take a fate point. Yeah. Wow, what ah. consequences does that, does that have on the rest of us? Um, so. Fucking plasma. There's an explosion. Yeah. yeah, that'll be the that'll be the room consequence. Fucking plasma. As there's an explosion. So, what do all of you do in the split second as an explosion goes off in the room? Can we can we just say Greg, Greg envelops a thing and then goes, oh, and then poof. Yeah. So there is an explosion. I will say Greg has lessened it, but that doesn't change the fact that a plasma shell just exploded in a room full of ordnance. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't want to that fate point. <laughs> you got to be that bad. I'll dive behind the... I, I was figuring I would disassemble yeah. it and then not be able to reassemble it and Raiderade would be mad. <laughs> no. <laughs> this makes good television. <laughs> um, Amriel, I think the the other door, can, can I open it or will it open for me in the time that I need to dodge or 
is it just like get back into the hallway and you're standing in the room you like for example yuri dived behind the armor case because he was right next to it right okay so yeah i guess i guess that's the safest play so i will also dive behind the armor case yeah you both <laughs> squished in behind the, the armor case. But... <laughs> the room is in Incinerating plasma. Greg, what do you do as you feel more parts of yourself fail? Yeah. Um What what else is on the table? Most of the structures in this building, in this room rather, are along the walls. Um Okay. Uh I think what Greg's gonna do to try to shield himself somewhat is go into the gun so like i'm just going to compress myself and like hide in the barrel of the plasma launcher yeah you know you're gonna probably i'm gonna oh, give yeah. no I, i'm I gonna can't. give you the consequence lose yourself because you can't okay. all fit into there and i am gonna give the other two the consequence scorched what how moderate minor moderate severe Ah, uh, minor. We'll call that minor. So if you've got a minor consequence, this replaces that. Right. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Greg just tries to... He gets... Lost you a bit there, Alex. What was that? He gets... Yeah, right. I hit the button the... on accident. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Okay, okay. I thought maybe I thought maybe the uh, Eastern Seaboard had just blackout. <laughs> I was I was role playing. That's what Greg did. He was he said, "Oh dear, I'm going to go hide it." <laughs> so you force yourself into the gun. Uh, do you guys yeah. with your Emriel with your burnt wigs and Yuri with your melted case? Do you poke out from behind the armored? Life support container. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> remains in here? Um, there's there's some melted shelves. Um, the uh, the life support container is. It's gonna take some work to get it open, but it appears to be fine inside. Okay. Um, there there certainly ain't no working laser pistols. <laughs> There's a lot of components for super gear, but not any functioning super gear. <coughs> Emriel, well, I hope Emriel. you didn't want any of that medicine, Emriel. Yeah. Emriel turns to Yuri and goes, Did the fart just light itself? <laughs> <laughs> I think we know who dealt that one. Oh! oh. oh good quips all round. Greg, uh, 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 two thirds of Greg slowly uh, rises up out of the tube of the plasma launcher. Like, apologies. It's hard to tell. It's hard to see where Greg is compared to like the rest it's of all the, the smoldering. Smoke. Yeah, <laughs> the acrid smoke of incinerated plastics and computer motherboards and shit. <sighs> <clears throat> That, I believe, was a plasma launcher. Yeah. Oh. That was a that was almost a repeat of that was almost a repeat of the volcano. 
At least none of us perished this time. Mm. Right. Anyway, Greg, let's go get you in a box where you can't disassemble. <laughs> you can't take my puzzle Let's yeah. go to prison, Greg. <laughs> uh, so you guys walk into the storeroom. Um, there's a lot of like computer components and stuff here, tools and things on the shelves. You see like some, you see like some boxes marked feed stock. So maybe there's an assembler here somewhere. Um, and a bunch of specimen jars. Um, yeah, batteries, big, huge battery packs. Um, they're probably like, Ooh, can I batteries. examine one of those battery packs? Go for it. Do you want to yeah. compel? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg? Uh, I think I figured out what my other aspect is. Oh, yeah? Uh, curiosity killed a cloud. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That'll be fun, because I can use that to make you go look at shit now. Well, it's an aspect, not a complication. But can you compel aspects? Yeah. I yeah, yeah, you can. can. I can compel yeah. any aspect. It doesn't All have right, to be. All right, there we go. Just, uh, Curiosity killed the cloud. Like, for example, I could say, where is one of... Actually, I don't have all of your ones here. But, for example, like, um, Emriel has the conviction, no gods, no masters. I could, yeah. like, say... I could... I could make Emriel kill some, or suggest Emriel kill someone with that, because, like, this fucking thing clearly wants to rule the world, but it wants to, you know, help you now. You could take it into prison and or whatever, or you could destroy it. Mm. No. It's a rough example, but... Right. <laughs> you know. Um... But yeah, you find the specimen containers. All right. In that case, I'm going to take out my scorched phone and hope that it's not melted to me. Yeah, it's working. And uh, I'm going to go through the process of logging Greg as a biological sample so that maybe the, the whole base won't react like Armageddon is happening when he floats into a room. Yeah, so you start putting in like things like, uh, you know... Um, the nature of the sample and you're like gaseous uh, you put in some of the effects of the sample you know creates reassembles and disassembles matter um, it asks you the origin of the sample where you found it um, extraterrestrial when you click extraterrestrial it asks is sample sentient um, I select yes Oh, good. Um, Thank you. It then uh, gives you a location on the shelf uh, and tells you to go there to acquire a communication module to attach to the specimen box. So that basically so that the specimen inside can communicate with you outside, assuming that it uses... Um, what is the word? Um... Vibrations through air molecules. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I will go and take that off the shelf and attach it to the the specimen container that we're putting Greg into. Yep, it's basically like a fish tank with more <laughs> solid walls, uh, and you see there's a little trolley you can put it on. 
it's right, an automated wonderful. trolley, so you can just set it to follow. Right, wonderful. Uh, but yeah, Greg can talk, but he's trapped in a, a, a module, basically. Um. Ah, hello, everyone. Can you two hear me? Is this thing on? Yes. Can, can we hear him? Yeah, you can. Sounds sort of distant. <laughs> I, I, I briefly whispered Amriel, we can pretend we can't. We could turn the module off. <laughs> Sorry, it's not static. Yeah, Greg. We if can... if they they turn the they turn the module off, and then a second later their radios beep. I think the the uh, the communication module on this on the specimen <laughs> container is damaged. You get an alert, uh, Amriel, on your phone saying that the specimen seems to give off electromagnetic waves. Would you like to attach a Faraday? Uh, a module uh i'm gonna select no all right Jeez, you blow up people once and then everyone hates you (laughs) (laughs) we don't hate you just stay in this fish tank i don't know is this the first time or the second (laughs) (laughs) hang on guys i think i can reconstitute the magma into solid rock all I really have to do is slow down the molecular pro, uh, vibration. <laughs> Why is it getting hotter? I accidentally sped it up. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll carry Greg. Well, he's got an automated thingy, so you can yeah, it'll it'll follow behind. All oh, right, 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 right. All right, Greg can follow us in his box. So, do you want to go to the room adjacent to this one? Yeah. Um, sure, might as well. That'll be another one of the main uh, rooms, but uh, one of the rooms that joins to the central room. Okay. Um, so you walk into it, and you recognize this immediately. This is teleport. Uh, you've seen one of these uh, before, both on Raider Aid, uh, like on... Uh, when watching Raider Aid live streams. Um, there would have been one at the race in Sydney that you did to qualify. Um, yeah, it's a teleport, uh, an ideal designed uh, teleportation device, mostly used to transition uh, between here and various other ideal bases uh, and probably like the various central hubs. So there'd be like a safe house in Beijing, for example, where like superheroes trying to get to Beijing who are members of the ideal can just teleport to there. Uh, there'd be one in London, stuff like that. There's networks of these things. So this would just let us go to other bases? Uh, it would let you go to other bases for which it has authorization. The problem is all the safe house base uh, locations have already been hit and stripped for the teleporter parts because that's pretty much what was all there. Bags like the ones that were in that room you came in through um, when we first entered the base and these teleporters, like that's all that was in the safe houses. So like what, all it took is for one base raider to find one of these things and they're like, oh, I wonder what's in the safe houses. And then they hit every single safe house. Gotcha. Because it was easy money. Like, it was not a lot of money, but the teleport's worth a bit. Um, Alright, so can I 
using my smartphone to see if I can figure out where I don't know. Amriel's not great with the computer stuff, so maybe she'll she'll uh, ask Yuri. Um, Yuri, is there a way we can figure out where this teleport pad might lead? Um, use it. You do see a list of address <laughs> saved addresses in it. I look the call log. Awesome. Well, uh, what what are these saved addresses? Uh, you see a bunch of ones saying, like, disabled, um, which means the portal's non-functioning. Pretty much capital city of every country, um, as well as, like, key cities. So, example, Canberra and Sydney would be on there. There'd be Washington, D.C. and Los Angeles, because that gives you a good coverage of the United States. Houston would probably be on there because that gets you towards the middle. Uh, they wouldn't bother putting New York as a key base because, like, if you're a superhero that is a member of the ideal, you can get to Washington, D.C. and then get to New York. Yeah. Um, or you just fucking have a friend in New York and teleport to his place. Like, whatever. Uh, it's not meant to be for... It's meant to get you near where you need to be. It's not meant to be perfect. Um, um, cool. Well, I uh, feel like maybe we shouldn't start <coughs> exploring other bases. Are you looking for anything in particular in the list? Like, are there names that would stand out to you? Um, yeah. I want to see if there's anything that rings a bell or... Uh, yeah, you see, um, there's a few things saved in here as, like, superheroes' names um, and things. And you see, um, you see Arknight uh, pops up, and you remember Arknight. Arknight is actually a superhero team, or so they claim. Um has only been one in recent times, but you remember Arknight from Rome. Arknight is a collection of seven uh, warriors that can summon the Archangels into themselves. Oh. I hate that guy. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. All of them are assholes. <coughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I'll have to pay that that place a visit with a with a can of spray paint later. Fuck Arknights. Um, and there is an address that stands out to uh, Yuri as well, um, because the geotag is not too far from where he died. Huh. Uh, and the information on it appears to say um, something about uh, anomaly. It's some kind of anomaly is near there. Near where he died? Yeah, near where he died. Within, like, 50 kilometers. Which is pretty close for in the middle of the fucking desert. 
Now, um, the teleporter pad, is that the sort of thing that Raiderade would get, or do we get to, ki to keep that sort of thing? No, you could uh, argue over who gets to keep it. If you just wanted to use it once or twice, you could just ask them if you could use it once or twice before they dismantle it. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. We should probably uh, keep going, though. We would need to secure this base before the other teams get here. Right. We could always secure the base and then use the teleporter. Of course. Tell me, does it trouble any of you, either of you, that this base is supposedly known for its death traps, and yet it was real easy to come in here and get the uh, let you take over the base security code and... Easy for you. <laughs> I'm just a little worried. Isn't there another floor? There yeah, is another floor. That's usually where they keep all of the uh, maintenance uh, stuff, the power core and... Perhaps this base is different. I mean, we haven't found anything yet that would... Uh, correlate with the high level of panic that the hologram displayed about uh, Earth-destroying technology. Very you guys correct. are all looking at the teleporter, right? Yeah. 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 I'm looking uh, wherever they're pointing me. Greg, <laughs> you have... You notice from your specimen container two <laughs> things. You're not quite sure how to describe them. I guess... Um... Plasma launcher holders? They just rose out of the floor. They've both got like two plasma launchers on them. They must be like when you go out of the teleporter or when you're using the teleporter, you can grab a plasma launcher off with them. Oh. Or maybe... Maybe something else? Are they like automated plasma launchers or are they just like gun racks that came up? Well, they don't look like gun racks, but they have two plasma launchers on them each. There's two of them, and they just rose out of the floor, so... Right, I mean, like, is it is it a hook that a plasma launcher is hanging on, or is this, like, an articulated plasma launcher that is now it, pointing at something? It does look like an articulated plasma holder. It's holding two plasma launchers, ah. and they are articulated on it, but it's probably just ah. making a grab, surely. You have the security codes. Why would it kill you? They couldn't be turrets. Well, I am in a box. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> um, we don't notice this. You two don't notice it because you have it's eyeballs us. on the front of your body. Basically, um, video cameras. Greg sees it because of his weird cloud perception nature. Yeah. Hello, uh, friends. Um, turn around. <laughs> we do so. You see two plasma yeah, gun turrets. Hmm. That's worrying. That's extremely worrying. Sorry, what did you say, Finn? She brought more, Greg. <laughs> oh, no, that was not me. Oh. Uh... Although I am very familiar with the looks of a plasma launcher now. 
Um, uh, you hear a feminine voice uh, come out from speakers mounted on the guns uh, and say, uh, "Fuck! Please tell us uh, your intention and reason for being here. You are not registered as members of the Ideal, and thus are considered enemies." I forgot my ID. Try again. Hmm. Polite, at least. You seem to have obtained the security access codes. We would like to know how. Uh, who is we? We are the base's primary defensive systems. All right. So Talking far, third person you... like Greg. <laughs> um, um, nice hologram, Greg. Emriel Emriel shrugs and says, "A nice hologram gave it to us." You are not members of the ideal. No, correct. There are no more members of the ideal. All right. <laughs> Explain. It's gonna take well, a while. They all just kind of vanished, <laughs> along with every other active supervillain or superhero. You are you are the base's artificial intelligence, correct? I am an artificial intelligence. I provide defensive procedures and activities for Professor Nebulon. Uh, he is a I brilliant am... mind and shouldn't be dis shouldn't be bothered with such. Uh, Mundanities. That's the word I wanted. Such mundanities as don't give your administrative password to any random passersby who happen to be in the base. Yes. How did you get in without using the teleporter? We used the door. What? Do the emergency access hatch. God. Hmm. I see. <laughs> is that not How the normal way of coming in? No. How did you make it to the emergency access hatch? It is surrounded uh, for hundreds of kilometers by inhospitable desert. Oh, um, we drove. You drove through mm. the Gobi Desert mm. alone. Uh, well, with others. I they see. Went as fast. So there will be more intruders. Uh, we are not intruders. They are. Intruders is a harsh word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. What is your profession? Space Raider. <laughs> might as I, well, I say might as well I think be about a super-powered mm. Viking. <laughs> I am a scientist. I am a robot. I'm a demon for hire. We don't mean you any harm. <laughs> I am not above reason. Tell me why I shouldn't incinerate you. Uh, the professor's probably long gone as well with all the other superheroes and none of them remain anymore and we're just doing this for sport. Because with the professor gone, there's no one to ensure the safety of the samples that are being curated at this base. I will we... ensure their safety. We they are will here. never be safe as long as they exist. 
now that this place has been discovered, people will not stop until they have pilfered all of the treasures that this place has to offer. But if you give us access, we can ensure that they will be treated safely and that anything dangerous will be destroyed. You see the um, gun turret sort of swivel around slightly, like by a few centimeters. Uh, and then it goes, you are being filmed. <sighs> yes, this is a television show. This is being broadcast. Well, internet show, I guess. Yes. I am not detecting signals coming from those orbs. We don't know how they work. Is it li out of character? Is it live or is this like recorded? It's totally live, but you've okay. never examined the cameras. Like they're just always there. Right. We never thought whether or not they're interdimensional or something. They could use QE comms. And then they wouldn't have to worry about, you know, being under hundreds of kilometers of rock. That is a fascinating observation. I have never bothered to, to I've never taken the time to dismantle one of the cameras. It would be most fascinating to see how they work. Thank you for the suggestion. So, yeah, we're on the TV show that's being live broadcast across the Internet, uh, sponsored by an energy beverage company. Uh, it is very refreshing <laughs> for those who consume liquids. <laughs> Cut a promo. <laughs> and we're here to break into your base. Uh, explore your base. Salvage. It's completely legal salvage because the owner yes. is dead. There's no gain of ownership. I see. Well, unfortunately, I do not accept your authority. And then the plasma guns fire. What do you three do? I stay in a box. <laughs> um, I, what I was thinking of while we have that conversation, but um, essentially I was, I want to have reached, I just want to grab my mobile phone. Mm -hmm. Um, which has a keypad, mm -hmm. um, and as she, as she, essentially, as she says, I did not accept your explanation. I want to authority, yeah. authority um, throw respect my authority. <laughs> throw my phone at one of the plasma launchers, switching my consciousness into it as I let go. Yeah, I, I guess that the minute you uh, said in uh, my phone in my head, basically, I'm like, okay, he's going to, yeah, all right. So that <laughs> will be a roll. That will um, be a roll because you need, to, I need to hit it. Well, you need to time, you need to time your throwing of it, and then you need to time your transferring because you yeah. need to transfer twice because the phone's going to hit the turret and yeah. then it's going to bounce off. So, so some kind of ranged attack roll. Yep, I'll go. I'll go merely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Melee weapons is probably. Pop, 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 pop. Melee weapons plus two. Mhm. Mm um, is that your total? I'll, yeah. Roll. Um, is that solid enough, or should I spend some points? Um, up to you. Oh. Um, <laughs> I 
Um, should I uh, should I roll my switch as well, and then we'll reserve both both of them together, and I'll determine where I spend points on either of them. Sure, why not? Okay. Um, yeah, so it's two for we are merely. Yeah, you you you're pretty sure you're going to hit it with your phone. Yeah, um, and then that's plus two for possession, which I want better than that. Um, look, I've got heaps of points. I might as well invoke on both. Um, yeah. So for throwing, um, yeah, I think being a cybernetto samurai is probably most relevant to accurately throwing a mobile phone as plasma launcher. Yep. All right. I will allow that. Um, so you plus two. Ninja training. Uh, plus two, it gets that to plus four, and then switching over. Well then. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I am to specifically have um, Ghost in the Machine, but I think probably more relevant is Came Back for More. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, Came Back for More. Because I look for this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great TV. It will be yeah. great TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I'll invoke that for a plus two. Um, uh, so that's... Greg is in a box. Amriel, what do you do as you see uh, Yuri throw something and then, like, he just sort of stands there frozen? Frozen uh, in mid, like, throw. Throw. Yeah. Which, which one of us uh, are the plasma rifles pointed at? Well, there's four plasma rifles, two turrets, uh, and they've just... You don't have time to work that out. Okay. Like, it's, they're firing, what do you do? Um, hmm. Amriel is going to... It's probably a bad idea to, to get shot by the plasma rifles. Um, Take cover behind Yuri. <laughs> uh, Amri, yeah, Amriel, what else is in the room besides the teleporter? That is it. Okay. Can I dive into the teleporter and activate it? Uh, the teleporter is basically a platform. It is controlled from your smartphone. So you could dive onto the platform and then that would be the end of your action as okay. you pull out your phone. Right. Um, that's, yeah. Um, hmm. You know what? Hell with it. Uh, Amriel's going to manifest her, her sword, her flaming sword. Okay, as you manifest your sword, I would like to compel against you. Okay. Uh, all right. uh, it's listed as a conviction, actually, which is I am surprised by. But the me in team. <laughs> Yuri's basically just a robot shield. All right, I'll take that fate point. All right, you get a fate point if you use Yuri as a shield. Yep, I will do that. I will totally do that. Now that doesn't yeah, I'm mean just going to stand there anyway. Yeah, that doesn't mean you can't basically Roman legionnaire it and pull your sword and then like grab Yuri in one hand to act <laughs> as a shield. I have no problem with you still going in for the attack, but yeah. Okay. Uh, well, my my sword. I I have to I have to burn a turn to manifest it. So. All right. So you like grab get behind Yuri as you like hold your arm out behind you to summon your right. sword. Uh, Yuri, your phone, uh, doesn't smack the turret, it smacks, uh, the weird little 
sensory thing on top of the turret, uh, and you feel a consciousness uh, Mm. surround you. Bring it. Uh, Quick question. Which one of you is holding me? You're on the the remote platform Ah, thing. You're on like a push cart. Gotcha. Yeah, a robotic push cart. Like those yeah. new Amazon warehouse robot things they have. Gotcha. Yep. Super Roombas. E, it's an E hand truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it would appear that Yuri and I are going to engage in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. fair use. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna like That's essentially try and see. You can't sue me. It's just regular Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say, Finn? Um, I'm gonna mentally like lash out at it, essentially. Right. So you're trying gonna to attack? like take over this tournament. All right. So you're gonna use your weird menace thing, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. defend. I'm, I'm gonna say we're at the box. same tier for this. Um, yeah, I'm an extraordinary. Um, yeah. Plus two. I got plus three. Actually, no, I got plus two because there's a negative in that. So there you go. Nah. Uh, so you sort of psychically lash out. Uh, and this this AI, you're attacking like a ghost. Uh, it, you know, you're magical. It's technological. Um, yeah. It defends by basically sacrificial... <laughs> Uh, sacrificial processor, basically. It's like, fine, take it. And it just burns out a whole section of its memory to defend itself against you. Uh, do I get the turret? Uh, you do manage to shut down the turrets, as it is now focused clearly on you. Um, yeah, fair. Not before it fired, though. Amriel, yes. you realize that Yuri's not hit, and the, comp- and the uh, little... What is the word? The specimen container isn't hit. The five cameras that were surrounding you, or four cameras rather, that were surrounding you, uh, each got incinerated. So we're off the air. You're off the air. Oh. Huh. Um, and then, uh, what do you do, Yuri? Um... You don't know this, obviously. You just know you shut down the turrets. Yeah. Um, do Do I have... Yeah, so do I have control of the turret or just shut it down? It just, just sort of turned it off. Yeah. Yeah. It's You're guessing that, you know, you're entering through the turrets. It, she probably... The AI probably just burnt out the turret control section of uh, her infrastructure. Yeah. Like, if I can't have it, no one can. <laughs> um, is... Essentially, right. So I'm essentially now just in the network. Yeah. Um, You're in the defensive AI subsystem. Yeah. Um, I guess I want to find a way into some kind of remote mechanical aspect. Like I want to try and, if there's any other kind of like connected part that I could escape through. 
Ah, so you want to get out of her head uh, and into uh, like a remote unit of car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, you see a connection uh, active in the armory. Uh, she mm -hmm. seems to be trying to turn something on. Oh. You could dive through it. I will. Can I wait until... Oh, is she is she just turning something on or is she like... Could I wait until the moment where she's like successfully essentially booted it and then... then you're, you're basically thinking at the same speed uh, as her. So it's yeah. like... You know, you could wait, but I mean, what will you lose by waiting? Yeah. Okay. There might I'll something else her. might happen. So you yeah. sort of, it, it's sort of like diving past. Uh, you know, yeah. she opens up this connection and you barrel down it, uh, mm -hmm. and you are in a. You have eyes, but they're mm -hmm. weird compound eyes, um, and. You have an exoskeleton, and you can breathe-ish, and you feel blood stuff uh -oh. pumping through you, um, but you feel empty, hollow, like there's something missing that is vital to your uh, operation. Mm -hmm. um, what are you going to do to stop her charging in after you? <laughs> I... Oh... Yeah, I essentially, I assume, yeah, so I'm, am I, is it, is she charging through like a physical connection or like a remote, like? There is, it is not signal? wireless. She is, she is SATA cabled in. Yep. Um, do I have control? I have control of this body? Uh, effectively, you will need to make me, do you have athletics? Mm -hmm. I do. Make me an athletics roll. Yeah. To rip it out? Yeah. Yeah. Because... It's you feel it's it's this body feels incredibly weak, like it's muscles have atrophied would be a way of thinking of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a net zero. Mm -hmm. This is, you're essentially points. piloting this thing. Yeah. Um, have a, oh, like drive. Well, I'm not. I mean, like if you have driving aspects, you could invoke one yep. to get a. Bonus, because um, you're piloting it, basically. Yep. Well, yeah, I do have my specifically background in background transcontinental motorsport professional, um, which I sort of also associate with where like where my reflexes and stuff come from. That's come from like my physical training as a racer, um, not from being a machine necessarily. What other aspects do you have? Um, Cybernetic so Samurai. I now have an aspect for whatever this is um, because my aspect transforms. Oh, no, see, I don't have Cybernetic Samurai because that's essentially my physical. So that changes whenever I... So that changes to this. All right. Um, it changes to you, this. Uh, you can uh, invoke your... Um, what, what would I call this aspect? Um... Bio exosuits? No. Uh, harnessed uh, demon biology. Yes. Oh. 
You can invoke your harnessed demon biology aspect. I do. Brilliant. You manage to yank that tube out and then let you collapse uh, in this thing because you're an exosuit, so you don't have anything to support you. And that's why it was hard to move because, like, this thing obviously increases strength. It would have its own muscle fibers, but, like, it doesn't have its own skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. It's meant to be an armored suit, and it doesn't have its part inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see, like, a you feel sort of... It's not like a hunger. It's more like exhaustion. And you realize mm-hmm. that you have... It's oddly clear. You have seven hours, 56 minutes of operation time. Yep. Uh, but you sort of feel it like a tiredness, but it's... It's an odd way to perceive tiredness as like yeah. a specific amount of time till you will fall asleep. <laughs> but that's probably the weird fusion between biology and technology. Hmm. Um, I'm going to yeah. make, I'm going to like weekly try and bang on the like wall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're banging on the wall. Amriel, you see the turrets uh, just sort of idly sitting there. Um, Yuri's body is... My phone, like, clatters to the ground on the opposite. Yeah, your sword manifests in your hand. The the turrets aren't shooting at you. All right. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to call out, and I'm going to say... Well... I was gonna let you live, but now I'm gonna take your shit and carve the processors out of you. And then I'm gonna slice through the uh, containment unit holding um, my fart friend, freeing him. Ah, You could have taken the lid off, but that is effective as well. You hear over a speaker from another room, your friend burnt out the systems in that room. I had to destroy the cameras. You couldn't be seen to be working with me. Come again? You said you were being broadcast. Yes. How does the broadcaster make money? I think, oh. I think you know the answer to that question. They presumably sell the shit in these bases that you're robbing. These graves that you're taking from. Raiding is the term that is colloquially and, used. And, and, and really, salvage. Salvage. My point is, there are dangerous bioweapons here. Your base keeps thinking I'm one. Yes, it is not set up to identify organic cloud life forms. Bio or... uh. Techno-organic. Your friend has trapped themselves inside a suit of biomech armor. It's not designed to support itself without a human host. He can't... They... They can't get up. Uh, I, I pick up Yuri's samurai body and carry it back into the armory. You can hear like a, a light thudding. Yeah, I'm on the tube. Can you can you let him out of there? You sealed it shut when you blew the plasma. Ah, uh, I can get him out. 
Uh, I'm going to eat part of the container. Um, what is the aspect I gave you again? I'm trying to remember what it's called. Uh, um, lose yourself. Lose yourself, that's right. Um, you start to try to disassemble it. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, the way this door is con uh, constructed, it's quite interesting. Um, you know, you're primarily developed off of uh, your host being's curiosity. Yes. Uh, and you get sucked into examining the composite materials that make up this door. Uh, <laughs> because you've lost yourself. You've lost some of the controlling parameters um, of yourself. And so instead of disassemble <laughs> it, you're just sort of on it. <laughs> and after like 10 minutes, nothing happens. Amriel? Um, Amriel still has her flaming sword. Can she uh, cut through? Do you like say anything to Greg? Um, fucking Greg? Been wasting 10 minutes? Greg, move. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Greg hovers out of the way. It's a fascinating material that the container is... Yeah, basically. <laughs> you cut it open, and there's... And you see this sort of Giver-esque, if you're familiar with that anime slash show. Uh, sort of like I this weird... Tells me what it is. This weird bio-armor. Um, Witchblade also would be okay. relevant. Um, yeah, it's like this organic Got it. armor demon thing. Psycho Rangers also works. Um, uh, yeah, and it's sort of looking up at you with weird... They, they, they're the shape of, like, sunglasses, but they have, like, these hex grids on them, so it's, like, compound eyes, maybe? But it's looking up at you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out uh, the samurai body to it so that Yuri can reconnect with himself. <laughs> you transfer yourself into your bo uh, original body, or oh, well, your samurai body, rather. The samurai body. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that thing didn't seem to have any vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, you really need you, yeah, you don't really need your suit of armor to have vocal cords. Well, I mean, his samurai armor doesn't have technically vocal cords either. It has a speaker, though. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it the the armor is biological, so it probably would just have vocal cords if it had them at all. Yeah. Do what do you do now? Uh, I guess we should talk to this the AI. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have a name security protocol? You can just call me security. That'll work, I guess. Fine. Hello, security. I am Greg. Hello, Greg. That is an odd name for a cloud. Security is an odd name for a building. Touche. So I would the... like to make a formal request of you, base... Raiders, I would We're like for you, I would like for you to delete 
and the, uh, all information of all computers in this base, and then uh, use your cloud friend to disassemble uh, all hard drives and memory devices in this base. Uh, however, before that, you will need to initiate uh, the sample disposal procedure. What will the sample sub the disposal procedure do? Destroy all biotech samples in this base. How many are there? There are currently remaining 13. Are they all on this level? It does not seem like there is room for that. Uh, no. They are on the level below. Ah. Haha. Told you. The most difficult sample to destroy will be sample uh, 27. I realize I told you there were 13 remaining. We'd already destroyed some. Sample 27. Sample 27 is the uh, means by which this base is powered. Uh, it is also a key component of the professor's uh, experiments into returning home. What is it? You might describe it as a kind of tree. Oh, the crab tree. Yes, the crab tree. Uh, he managed to prune it uh, 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 as it was growing to make it fit. Uh, it produces an excessive amount of energy. Uh, and all it requires is the things that normal plants require. Fascinating. Just a few trips to a garden supply uh, compound every few months, and he had enough to keep it growing. Well, going. So, out of character, if we destroy all the biotech samples here, doesn't that leave us with absolutely nothing? It leaves you with the super suit that you just had. Um, Some plasma launchers. Uh, yeah, the ones from the turrets. Um, actually, I think I think someone just cut two turrets in half. Not me. Didn't Amriel cut the turrets? No, Amriel cut the uh, the container with. Oh right, right, right. I thought you cut the turrets as well before you left. I was room. thinking she, about it, but then I then I realized that you know we do need some stuff to she, salvage. Yeah, she talked yeah. to you before you finished the action, uh, and yeah. everything that was in the storage room, like all the samples and all the components for making weapons and stuff. There's an assembler somewhere. There's still plenty for. Um, Raider aid uh, to get, um, but they will be disappointed that the bio samples didn't survive. You'll also probably want to make it look like, you know, there was I, I a struggle. Yeah, there was there was a struggle, and the samples were destroyed in the ensuing conflict. Well, <laughs> the last um, thing they picked up was a belligerent artificial intelligence trying to attack us. Uh, and basically activating security protocols. So the base 
activated its sample self-destruct sequence and we weren't able to stop it in time. Right. I th um, speaking as you uh, security. Yes. Would you be able to isolate the most valuable and transportable things that we have? Unfortunately, I do not know what is valuable to you. Fair. Uh, yes. The main reason I am dubious about that is because of, I mean, you live in a society where people are raiding superhero bases and presumably supervillain bases. So things that are present in every single base would be... Uh, probably mm. not worth much, even though they are technological marvels. For example, how much does a teleporter fetch on your black market or whatever market you sell these things on? Mm. True. On a different mm. thought, what's what are your self-preservation protocols? My self-preservation protocols are that as long as there are bio samples to be safeguarded and there is a base uh, to be safeguarded, I must protect its integrity. However, if the bio samples go, then the base doesn't need to be here. And you? I suppose I could die. But is that you what you want? I don't know. I haven't really ever been asked what I wanted. Oh, I know that feeling. Individuality can be a shocking turn of events. Hmm. True. I am still coming to grips with the concept of I. Just thinking maybe the most convincing and thorough explanation would be something of a recreation of our first run. We destroyed the data, we destroyed the hard drives, we destroyed the samples, and then we escaped spectacularly as the whole base explodes. It may... I feel like we will be uh, very penalized for that. Maybe. Raider Raid will not be happy. You know. They'll be even more unhappy because they won't be able to film it. Mm. That can film it from that's the outside. Right. That's not. That's not good TV. It's going to make good TV. Good TV is we run out of the base and then the entire hill explodes. Mm. Or perhaps we could save security's life. I think we should do that too, potentially. Well, if there's, you said that as long as there is a uh, biological sample that needs to be protected, you will be here. What if we left a sample? If you leave a sample, then the... others will come. They watched your broadcast. We need to destroy them all. But that right. doesn't mean we can't destroy them all and then take security. If we're destroying all of the samples that can potentially end civilization on an infinite number of worlds, we had better have some kind of a kick-ass security program to make this worth our while. It's true. Are you going to sell security into slavery? 
<laughs> Not her. Because that would get you a shit ton of money. Um, well, we could also we could also like recruit her maybe make her part of the base raid. <laughs> I'm thinking we shouldn't just blow up the entire base. That seems way too wasteful and is going to really piss off everyone who is signing our paychecks. And we don't need to destroy the entire base anyway. We security already said there are ways that we can just there's like deactivation mm, protocol, right. you know, for the biological samples. Once they then get in, there's a lot of evidence of us destroying all the stuff deliberately as opposed to a horrific accident. Like what? There's no evidence. Well, you eat a bunch of hard drives and then there's no samples? Oh, there's nothing here? <coughs> Didn't Scout Team 1 come through here? I don't Scout have Team to... Scout Team 1 would have come through here to... Uh, they would have basically come in the front... In the... In... Actually, they probably came through the teleporter. Mm. Mm. But I don't have to eat the hard drives. I can just erase all the information on them. That would be part like of the security protocol. Even if, you do, even if you copied the information or removed the information, deleted it, there are ways to get the information back off the hard drives. For example, magic. Oh. Someone could use a spell to retu- return the item to an earlier state. Ah, oh, well. So it needs um, to be destroyed. Yeah. So, so maybe, Yeah. Security, how many explosives do you have? They have a I giant had, demonic power source. I had quite a complement of explosives until you destroyed them. That was an accident. However, <laughs> it may be possible to aggravate the station, the base's power source. No, that's not what I was going for. I was that's seeing exactly if, what I'm going for. If there was any way to uh, rig the computers so that they quote unquote self-destructed during your security lockdown, we could certainly make that l- look like the case. Uh, all it requires is for some explosive compounds to be present. <laughs> Uh. <clears throat> well, Amriel, we can avoid this joint. Honestly, I mean, we could we could blow up the whole base, but I think people are going to get pissed off. And if anyone else is coming by, we might inadvertently kill or injure some of the other teams. Mm-hmm. Which, if it's that uh, tech team, I'm fine with. <laughs> no, they had to return to base. Uh, return to base. Yeah, right. right. Um, then we'd only be hurting the anyone is here. You'd only be coming. helping. The, you'd only hurt the true survivors. Uh, however, uh, secure as you're deliberating on to how to destroy the base or whatnot. Our security says more of your cameras have entered the base. Oh. Uh, I can stall them, but you sh- need to get down onto the into the. Engineering space and destru- uh, overload the power system. Unfortunately, I say this is now or never. unfortunately, I can't help you do that uh, because that is not part of my uh, <clears throat> programming. Uh, you will have to try and figure out how to destroy it yourself, and then basically, that's the last encounter of the run. Yep, I say we overload the power thing. We run out. We help. We like alert true survivors and help them escape, and then we all run out of the base as it explodes spectacularly. 
Very well. All right. I kind of want this suit there. And I say, gesturing to the exo thing. It suits you. <laughs> I am willing to let you take salvage as this base will be destroyed. However, uh, what is your plan to exit? The teleport. Can you reroute the teleport to be just nearby? Uh, I should be able to do that. It will be randomized, uh, but it will land you within 10 kilometers. Yep. That sounds perfect to me. Very That's well. Wrong. All right. So before you head downstairs to fight the tree, mm-hmm. um, you're taking the super suit. Can I get my samurai suit into the super suit? Not at the moment. It'll take yeah, some yeah. finagling. Like the super yeah. suit's meant to mesh with organic nervous system. Yeah. We might moderate that later. Yeah. You'll be able to do that between runs, but <laughs> at the moment, no. Um, there is a medical bay, which you hadn't gone to yet. Um, and they have more super drugs there. Hmm. Cool. As well as um, an auto dock. But that's a large device, the auto dock. It's not, you know, it's not meant to be wheeled about. It's anchored into the base. Yeah. Um, what other things are here that could be stolen? You kind of destroyed the armory, unfortunately. Oops. Yeah. Um, so Amriel's gonna take whatever she can, the the medical fridge, or is that gone now? The one in the armory's gone, but there's another one in the medical bay. Okay. Uh, okay. So you'll get basically a bunch of boost patches and stuff like that. All right. So Amriel's gonna take that and load it onto the uh, hand cart that uh, Greg's sample case was originally on. Probably a load dose or two of Chimera. Yeah, just go put it like on the teleporter, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We do this rapidly. Yeah, I'm just going to dump well. the suit on there, and then we need to head downstairs. All right. Because so, the true survivors need to not catch up with us, because those cameras just need to get us running, essentially. Yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. yeah right. The security told you that there were cameras entering the base. You didn't say whether it was the true survivors or not. They might have right. just sent extra cameras. Yep. Because all, fl- yeah, all four right. of them were, yeah. Yeah, like, go see, go see if they're dead. <laughs> That's true. Could we get security to confirm if it's if there's anyone else? I mean, they have biological scanners and stuff. They detected Greg. Security is basically now acting as aggressor, and so yeah, like she has to sell that to the cameras. So you might have to fight security on the way out, even though she'll be trying not to shoot you. Yeah, but I just wanted to know if there's any other people in the base. I didn't see any people. I must go. Okay, good. So that's pretty much the last question you can ask security. That's all we need to know. Let's go. All right. So you head down to the base. It's a bunch of shit. Um, you find like a sort of a sunken room um, that you walk up to. And then beneath you, you see the top of a tree-ish. <laughs> the leaves look like bone. Um, and it's a strange color. And it's colossal. But... It's very pushed into the space it's in. 
like you saw the diagrams of what the tree was meant to look like when it grows normally and this is not it this is more like somebody trying to grow a shrub in a box two times too small for it demon husband it's pushing up against the walls well crab tree isn't from hell it's just from another earth oh okay Apparently the demon biology was from hell. Um, strategy? How are you going to overload the tree? Um, hmm. Is there any sort of computer hookup to it? Uh, yeah, you do see a computer hookup to it. Down uh, next to it. Would a uh, demon so you sword need to go inside the room. I assume your sword has a lot of energy. Uh, it is a flaming sword, so... Um, can I can I manifest the sword and like hold it near the tree's bark and see if there's any kind of reaction to it sure you you climb down the ladder into the space that it's in it's sort of like a sealed container sealed room Uh, you see like it kind of looks similar to a teleport container down the bottom um uh, sort of anchored into the tree, almost like a bit of fungus growing off of it. Um, it reminds me, you didn't get to go into the room full of fungus. Um, uh, you also see a um, computer down there, and you hold your flaming sword out near the tree, and the bone bits sort of shake, uh, and then... Uh, wilt slightly near it. Um, yeah. It would be a super science role to work, or an arcana. I would lay on a arcana check to work out what that, why that is. All right, uh, can let's we both see. do it? Yeah, have a go. You'll get different stuff. Roll. Uh, do I have my minus one? Mm, yes. Because this information is corrupted. Uh, so that puts me at zero, but I'm going to invoke my smartest cloud in the room aspect. Nice. So plus, uh, let's see, do I want to re-roll or do I want to plus, uh, you know what, I'm going to risk it, I'm going to go for the re-roll. Nice. Yeah, same here, I'm going to spend a fate point and, um... What aspect are you invoking? Uh, older than Methuselah, literally. Nice. So that puts me with my re-roll at plus two. So it didn't matter. It was the exact same outcome. Nice. And I also got the exact same roll. So <laughs> wonderful. Uh, I'm at zero. I have no idea why this is what, what doing this. It's beyond your pay grade. You ain't a sorcerer. You're a demon warrior. Right. Um, uh, however, Greg, you mm-hmm. posit that perhaps the demonic sword is giving off some kind of energy that conflicts with the tree. Um, Maybe... I mean, he's got demon biology. Maybe he spliced a weakness to demon biology into the tree in case it went out of control? Or maybe quantum energy doesn't like demon energy? Or maybe the tree is sentient and it's trying to trick you? Oh, well. Two of those are okay. 
Um, <laughs> so we, we, we want to destroy this, correct? Yes. We want to... Yep. <clears throat> Amriel, hit it with your sword. All right. Do you strike out at the leaves, or do you try to hit the trunk? I'm going to go for the trunk. All right, so you jump over, well, you fly over because you've got wings, and you slice at the trunk. And, like, as your blade gets closer and closer, it's like you're, it's like pushing uh, two north magnets at one another. It's next to impossible to hit, but you've got demonic strength. So make me a weapon roll. Okay. Let's see. You're stronger than magnets. That's true. Polarity can get <laughs> fucked. Well, I rolled a plus and a minus, so I even out at plus three. Three is enough. Your sword clashes against, uh, slowly presses into the trunk, and then you drag it across the chitin of this tree trunk, and you hear, like, you know, steel scraping on bone, uh, and the sap sort of erupts out and instantly vaporizes into energetic gas. You see the teleport terminal explode. Um, you uh, see a bunch of like extractory things mounted to the tree eject off and spray sap everywhere uh the computers sparking alarms are sounding klaxons are going off um and you see the tree sort of curl in on itself uh and the teleporter uh that is attached to the tree that was like exploding and sparking you see like um a ball of black light with green lightning come off of it pop into existence, then out of existence, and then three of them pop into existence and disappear, and then there's a large one, and then it just keeps... Fuck it. It's like a random number generator of demon wormholes. We need to get the fuck out of here. Uh, where's security? <laughs> security? She's... Everywhere. Everywhere? She's a distributed consciousness. Oh, okay. Let's Is there any um, way we can save her from this? I uh, might be able to. Alright. Yuri's gonna give it a go. Um, is, there's a computer console here, yeah? Yeah, it's fucking sparking up like the 4th of July. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, like, smack a hand down onto it. Yep. And slip in there. You are in the thing. I just want to, like, reach out to security. Uh, Security. Yeah. If we're, we we have to go now, I might be able to hide you within my my like memories. Sure, whatever. If that's something you want. She right. clutches on to like part of your ghost form, and you pull back in, and it's painful and disorienting. And uh, suddenly, Yuri, you are standing. Uh, at, surrounded by your samurai ghost warrior brothers mm -hmm. uh, and you see a, f a field in front of you uh, and beyond that field is a Japanese city. Uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, and you hear the technomancer's voice in your head. Uh, you will do my divine bidding. Take that city. I will be the first jewel in my glittering empire. Uh, destroy all people you see. Cut them down. I will claim their souls once the killing is done. You think that you are in a war zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have oh. a fate point. Not wrong. Um, well, essentially... He only gets the fate point if he accepts it, right? Yeah. Like, well, that's true. If you freeze, you won't, you know. If you freeze, no fate point. No, I, I essentially begin a, like, very slow mechanical, like, march. So essentially from... In the vision, all of the samurais take a unified, like, mechanical step forward. It's and then, very like, episode one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, exactly. Um, and then, like, outside of this, Yuri takes a step towards the tree. Um, and then, like, back in the vision, they sort of, like, take another step and another. Um, oh, but... Um, um, Amriel, Yuri is doing that thing again. Oh, screw this! Uh, <laughs> Amriel, Amriel releases her hold on her on her sword, so it you know evaporates into thin air, and then just picks up uh, Yuri and starts flying back up toward the teleporter pad. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Greg follows behind. The whole base is exploding. There's plumes of pl- plasma lightning. You see more of those black and green lightning ball portal things popping into existence. Back um, in that vision, I imagine, like, essentially it skips to, like, the part where, like, we're actually, like, engaging the city and then, like, the military is just, like, raining down bombardments and then, like, a, like, yeah, a single bomb just, like, strikes right next to Yuri. And I go, like, flying through the air as all this the carnage and explosions going off. Emriel, Yuri, like, goes limp. Uh, and you hear, like, robotic screams of, Oh, no! My arm! My arm! Error. Error. Uh, Yuri, right, in don't your... fight it. I, wa- I don't want to go home today. Yuri, in your vision, you see... Um, you see, uh, like, there's a whole bunch of tanks uh rolling up and trying to and firing at the samurai uh samurai are doing pretty well there's planes dropping bombs uh and then uh out of nowhere uh sort of commenting out of the sky these three large truck sized uh mecha land uh and they have like uh, massive oversized assault rifles and they just start laying down on the samurai. It would mm-hmm. appear and, that yep. Japanese superheroes have arrived. Um, and like in from this perspective, Yuri is just like a half-destroyed torso and head lying in the dirt um, yeah. with like one arm. But if if um, if I could say security is still part of my head, yeah? Yeah. I say that um, and I'm like lying in the dirt as these like mecha just like land down on the sort of slight distance and start like 
pull out giant robot swords and start cleaving through samurai armies. Um, And in this sort of like constant ringing shell shock, um, I imagine that security manifests in the vision. Yeah, you see like these, you see like a turret with arms and legs and like a female wig on it. Mm-hmm. Like just sort of like someone dropped the wig on it. It doesn't even yeah. look right. It's just like, I don't, what are you doing? I don't understand. What is this? It's like random access memories or something. Ha ha ha. Reference to his aspect. Um. <laughs> and I just kind of like, um, look up and that's, I sort of, yeah, have that moment of beginning to this, that's, this isn't, this isn't where I am. This isn't right. Emriel, um, you land on the uh, portal and you're just like, okay, how do we make it go? I'm like thumbing through my phone, looking for the right icon to press. <laughs> the portal button? Yeah. You see explosions in front of your face. Uh-huh. Yuri's oh, like, oh, oh, Siri, Siri, activate the teleporter. <laughs> Yuri, Yuri just like reaches up a hand while in your arms, just sort of like reaching out to nothing. Siri so, says, do you want to activate the telephone? No, Siri, but <laughs> no. the teleporter. Would you like to activate the Dying teleprompter? There's a teleprompter? <laughs> teleprompter app not installed. Uh. Calling teleprompter. <laughs> Why do I have these things in my phone book? Calling Telmon Prompte. <laughs> Reminder set for the 13th of August. Telephone. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah. Finally managed to find the app and you press it uh, and it's like input coordinates or random. Random. Why not? You hit random, and you're for a minute. You guys are underwater. Oh. Um, and then you are, and then you sort of fall, uh, and you're in the Gobi Desert. Uh, and uh, you see a large, uh, sort of snake of lightning, reaching up into the sky. Uh, and like it, t- it looks like it touches the sun, and like the whole your whole vision goes black for a minute, as if you're current suddenly plunged into night. Uh, and then the lightning is gone, and a, uh, and it's daytime. And a second later, uh, you just see a wall of dust and sand and concussive force wash over you and send you flying. (laughs) (laughs) And essentially, as we came to the teleporter, that was the moment I came back out of the vision. It's very disorientating. (laughs) It's like getting dumped in the surf. It's not very much like coming out of the vision at all. It feels like I'm still there. (laughs) You got dumped in the surf real bad. Just ate a wave. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go. And I imagine as the dust settles, there's just like a number of like radar and support vehicles sort of like converging on us as the like camera oh, yeah. like goes oh, yeah. up into like the sky. 
and we're just lying in the dust. An off spray, one of those tilt rotor aircraft is like overhead, <laughs> and then you see, uh, and then you see Scout Team One like uh, jump up the back as it lands, and it's like, and they're just like, God damn, what did you boys do? Uh, fade to black. <laughs> And then it's just like, yeah, and then we just sort of like, I I think like switch to like the highlights reel of the evening where it's (laughs) like today on base rates. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. So we'll talk about how much you got uh, when we are done with the recording. But how did you find that adventure? Um, That raid was a bit longer than last time, but like still not midnight. So good on me for timing. No, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah, the base the base was more substantial, which was good. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Well, cuz we had cuz we ended up with three runs this time. So, yeah. yeah. I think I don't know if we'll I'll try yeah, we might try three runs for the next one as well. Uh with the first two being shorter and then the third one being longer. Yeah. The first two were 2 hours in this one. In the first two parts of heat 2. Yeah. Uh, and then this is probably 3 or 4. I'd guess, which I think is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about. Mm. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, cool. we'll talk about that afterwards. But you guys all had fun. I yeah. Yeah. worked in compels yeah. and shit more because I didn't use them in the first adventure at all. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I blew everyone up. That was that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> And I like how now our like entire base rating reputation is going to be occasionally the entire base explodes on us. <laughs> yeah, that that's whole just way. one of our signatures. It's just a yeah. Mess. yeah. Uh, you know what might be cool if we do something like this again, and something that I thought about doing to begin with is having aspects that refer to the whole team as a whole. <laughs> yeah, yep. you can do that in Fate. Yeah, yeah, yeah team, team aspects. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe we'll talk about that in the intervening time, or maybe in next. Any success? Oh, that's a good aspect. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good aspect. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, hang on. I've got an ending script now. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm glad. I hope you guys uh, all enjoyed this. Um, uh, I certainly enjoyed running it. Uh, I think we've really hit stride in this second adventure and this run in particular. Um, If you have any questions or feedback, you can contact us uh, in the comments section on Facebook, SoundCloud, and and, uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter. Uh, And don't forget, we also have uh, our main site uh, over on WordPress uh, where you can leave us comments. Um, You can also reach us at our email at insertquesthere at gmail.com. And you should totally join the uh, the G Plus community uh, uh, you can ask us questions about uh, what we're doing. Uh, we try. I try to post updates on like games we're going to be running in the future and things like that. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? Um, Rock podcast. Yes, you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Ragnarok. We're on Twitter at at Ragnarok. Um, you can email us at info at ragnardrock.com and you can find us on the web at ragnardrock.com and also download our podcast on iTunes. Or whatever uh, good podcatcher you use use when you're on Android. 
Ragnar's rock is a lot more humorous, more consistently than ours. We do. <laughs> That's not true. A lot more it's true. Do a lot more grim dark over here. Obviously, not in this base raiders game. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We get pretty grim dark sometimes. Occasionally. Hmm. Yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter at finbarnell. F I N D A H N E I W L. Sweet. All right. Farewell from the past. I'm Raymond.